Check out crew. James L. Corai. Brad Stanton. Coach Rosie. From Bill. Mike Whitaker. Devin Dowling. The Kick Out Crew Podcast. Available on all major podcast platforms. And watch videos exclusively on YouTube. Whoa, ladies and gentlemen, the tape machines are rolling, and we're bringing you another exciting episode of the Kickout Crew. I believe we're at episode, let's say, 35 here. Man, how time flies. Welcome to 35. We, uh, you know, want to thank, oh, wait, we didn't have nobody on last week. It was just us rambling shit. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. I know it's a, uh, I wouldn't say it's a Triple H Jericho long episode, but it does have its moments. Uh, that being said, want to thank everybody for the support. Thank everybody for the input on uh, this current uh, episode that we're going to talk about. And uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Kickout Crew. You can watch our uh, videos on YouTube and you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast. That being said, it's your show, so I'm going to shut up, and I'm going to kick it out to uh, Brad. So, Brad, take it away. All right, so what I want to talk about this week is first, I want to talk, I have some bullshit I want to say, but first we're going to go to NXT deadline. Now, I know at this point now that's about 10 days away, but I want to talk about the Iron Survivor Challenge. Now, first off, if you guys know what I'm talking about here, NXT did a pay-per-view, and they, in, they invented a new match, and it was something Shawn Michaels did. Hey, listen, I am all about, trying new things i'm all about trying new things for sure overall i liked it however there are some things they needed to tighten up and i just can't believe an organization like wwe can't figure something like this out for instance so i'm going to read you the, the rules of the match all right so let's start there the rules are this 25 minute time limit with five superstars competing to become the number one contender two super superstars huh Start the match. Every five minutes thereafter, a new superstar will enter until all competitors are in the ring. Balls can be won at any time via pinfall, submission, or disqualification. There'll be more on that later. When a superstar <laughs> scores a fall, they will earn one point. When a superstar loses a fall, that superstar is forced out of the ring into a penalty box for 90 seconds before they can re-enter the match. The superstar who has scored the most falls when the clock hits 25 minutes will be named the Iron Survivor and become the number one contender for the NXT Championship. Okay, right off the bat. So you heard the thing. You, yes, sir. Number one, I like how uh, you started with, uh, you know, there's some things we need to tighten up because uh, tighten up just arrived. But number two, uh, you remember when, if you have to explain the rules, then you've already lost the audience type of thing. I Correct. think this is kind of the thing. We've already talked about one match with ridiculous ass. Stand up, sit down, 30 seconds, 10 seconds. But this, uh, you know, rule thing is a little bit ridiculous. So so my biggest problem with it, uh, not no, let's not go with problem. Right off the bat, 
the well, I can't remember which announcer says it says the undesirable first position in the match about Roxanne Perez. Undesirable first position. So the first person in the match. Can someone please explain to me why being in this match longer, when it doesn't matter how many times you lose, it only matters how many pinfalls you get. So she's in the match the longest. Doesn't that seem almost, I understand she can get hurt. I understand she can be put out. But doesn't it seem more advantageous to be in a match like this longer if you would get, the more pinfalls you get? That is one of my biggest problems with it. Second one, disqualification. Wasn't that what it was? Whoever gets the most pinfalls wins? Yes. So why yes. not Why not being in the longest? Why would that be a disadvantage? If you're in there the longest, you have a chance to get the most pins and submissions, as far as I'm concerned. True. Second, disqualifications. Can you please tell me what, if anybody watched the match, what exactly qualified as a disqualification? One, there are no countouts, because who's getting, who's getting the point for that? Nobody. Nobody's getting a point for it. So you can just sit outside the ring. You're not going to count you out. Second, they were smashing each other's heads against the, the what was the, what did they call it again? The penalty box. They were hitting them with the, they were beating the living crap. Nothing qualified for a disqualification. <clears throat> so also, what was the alternate plan? So, all right, 15 minutes into the match, right? This is the, uh, the male match. Gacy comes in at 15 minutes. Of course, he's got no falls. Because he hasn't been in the match. Axiom has two. Um, Waller has two. McDonough has or McDonough has none. And Carmella has zero or one. So, all right, let's... You have two, you have two. There's two minutes to go in the match. What was the plan if people were tied? There was no plan for that as well. So, also, you heard me say Gacy had zero coming into this match where two people already had two falls. So, again, it is much more of a disadvantage to me to come into this match late. So anyway, I like the concept. Well, one guy came in and immediately got two falls, though. Yes, he did. That was uh, when we were zooming with Ad Free Show's members, and of course, our friends and family. You know, we talked about uh, like being in first, you could get the most pins, but if you come in hot as fuck for those last five minutes, just power move, power move, power move, and just start pinning people one, two, three, you could theoretically rattle out a bunch of pins. I, I, I and I, and I thought that through, and that's the way they wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> so and that's the way they wrote it to happen i just thought that some things could have just been tightened up a little bit i like the idea of change um, up. <laughs> yeah said it again anyway overall congratulations to roxanne perez your uh nxt uh women's champion out of nowhere <laughs> or was it yeah <laughs> so a couple more things i wanted to talk about this week uh ordered a tree from walmart a new christmas tree with lights on it already my my one died from uh last year pull it out of the box Definitely doesn't look like the thing I ordered. Looked like a Charlie Brown tree for sure. My wife sets it on a table. I'm like telling you right now, sweetheart, you put a tree on the table, it becomes a secondary tree, okay? It's no longer your first tree if you're putting the tree on the table. She's like, fine. So the tree's just sitting there in the middle of the living room. I come home an hour later, and the dog already ate the wire in half, so now the lights don't work anyway. So basically, there's a tree with no ornaments and no lights sitting in the middle of my living room. So... We're really excited there. Now, I know some of you are married. Some of you have been married. Some of you are someday getting married. <laughs> but this kitchen sharing nonsense, okay? All right, so I, I have off on Fridays. So I'm home. I kind of have my own agenda. My wife works from home. But the minute I go into my kitchen to make something to eat, she decides she has to go in the kitchen to make something to eat. Not sure why. And then everything I'm taking out, she's cleaning up. 
I was making some steaks for later that night. I salted them up a little bit. I, I put some butter on top of them and I put them in the fridge without a cover on them. She takes them out of the fridge and puts saran wrap around it, taking all the salt and all the butter and putting it on the saran wrap. Now, what have you done? Why are you, why are you here? Why are you here? You know, you're, I, I'm in this kitchen for 45 minutes a week. Just give me a break. All right. I was also at my Christmas party this week. I know some of you saw the pictures. Very well done event. So the first uh, meal is uh, the hors d'oeuvre app appetizer hour. They had they had uh, lamb chops that you just take right off the, the pole thing. And I'm eating them and they're tender and they're delicious. Okay. They had like a, a noodle station and not that kind of noodle, James. <laughs> they had like the Chinese food, Asian food area. It was fantastic. Then we go in for dinner and they give us a filet mignon and a lobster terrible it was like cutting into a shoe so the la wait the lamb was not the entree no that was the appetizer this Jesus was an incre incredible wow, you famous mother you got these man i, don't know I work at a car do. dealership i work at a car dealership yeah you yeah there. so then the, so the, the cheesesteak comes out the cheesesteak comes out all right very good 10 15 at night my wife comes out of the other room and says um they're yelling for you in there they're like, we need Brad. We need Brad right away. I come in. They're like, Brad, they have sandwiches. So I don't know if you know anything about me. <laughs> I have, <laughs> I love sandwiches. And like, I have a, I, like, if, no matter what kind of diet or anything I'm doing, if, if there's like sandwiches, hoagies, anything, cheesesteaks, I'm in. But why were the hell were they out at 10, 15 at night after the cheesecake? It was totally oh, cool. Everybody's liquored up, needed something to, you know, soak up. That's got to be it. That's got to be it, right? Gotta be. I, guess, I can see Brad's wife. Let me fetch you some sandwiches. He's like the grandmother on Bad Santa. So the I thing that the gets waitress. me is the fact that, like, what has transpired in life to where they're like, we need to get Brad. We need to get Brad. And then Brad walks in. Like, Brad, they got sandwiches. We got flaming shrimp. I want a hammer and shrimp. I'm playing that whole thing back. Like, there's a reason they got Brad. I wonder what that is. Number two, oh. like, Brad, <laughs> they got the sandwiches. Like, so I probably had a bet going on in that scene. Which one, which sandwich he grabbed first, the ham, turkey, or the pimento and cheese? Hey, those bets do exist. So I say to the waitress, I'm not hungry. All right. So I go, listen, do you have any of those uh, styrofoam boxes laying around? And she says, there it no. Is. He goes, no, but we still have some of those Chinese boxes left from the Chinese food over at the appetizer table. I'm like, perfect. So I grab this box. It's probably like two inches by two inches. It ain't much. So I, I grab a couple of them and I'm just stuffing. Is this the a pre-used box? No, they were still. Oh, okay. So I'm stuffing the sandwiches in the boxes, you know, and I'm closing them up. And my boss is like, Dude, "What the fuck? Just eat the sandwiches." I go, "I'm not hungry anymore." Then it got me thinking. So I'm thinking of all this food. Do you ever go to like a banquet or? <laughs> Shut up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody didn't teach you to line your pockets with Ziploc bags and stuff when you were younger, did they? You ever been to like a wedding and then they have like chicken parm or like a banquet and they have chicken parm? Why the fuck are they putting red potatoes and green beans next to chicken parm? I, as far as I'm concerned, Italian food goes with Italian food and like steak and potatoes goes with like, you know, that's another thing. I don't want potatoes next to my chicken. I don't want potatoes in my sauce. Get the hell out of here. And finally, all I got this week is my wife hurt her leg and she called it a Charlie horse. And I think Charlie horse, the word's funny. That's it. Oh, well, that's oh, the yeah. show, and there, folks. Thanks for joining us. And <laughs> Merry Christmas and thanks. Soak the chicken in buttermilk. Charlie. That's, uh, yeah. Charlie horse. Hi, Charlie. 
Hi, Frank. Hey. Yeah. Call it a trolley horse. Would that not be sexist? You know, at some point. But joining us is, uh, I think this is a three-time, right? Three-time. Three-time. Three-time, man. Well, I mean, hell, Frank, uh, I guess three times it's your show. So, you know, uh, speak, you know, say hi to everybody. (laughs) Welcome yourself. Uh, so I didn't want to steal Brad's thunder there. I mean, he was, he was like going off on his, I mean, first of all, what the hell kind of car dealership do you work for where they can put out a spread like that? Well, Thank it was, you. A, it was a, like a, oh, we're going to car dealership. dealership. Yeah, yeah. Three course meal is an appetizer. What do y'all sell? Acuras? I mean. <laughs> yeah. Cause they're the best, huh? <laughs> um, also I, I was reluctant to come on tonight because I'm having a hard time looking at any Eagles fan right now. Uh, given yeah, what you Give it, give it, you can look at a bulldog fan. Be like, well, given what they did to us a few weeks ago, I uh, um, it's it's uh, you know, you're welcome for AJ Brown, you know, good job signing in a couple of weeks. We're going to be seeing you too, so that's true. Well, here's the thing, uh, you know, kayfabe, but when this episode airs, Christmas Eve is a mighty big day, that's all I'm saying. Yes, it is, yes, it is. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm still getting used to the big easy down here. It's been a little bit of the big rough, but uh, it's getting a little easier now. Uh, how, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend, I went to my first lesbian wedding. And I think I cried more at the lesbian wedding than I have at my, than any other wedding I ever went to, including my own. It was beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. If I'd have been uh, your wedding, I'd have cried too, because I'd have felt bad for you. <laughs> oh, and I've been able to look into the future. I'd have been like, I'm glad I'm going to get a daughter, but girl, you're a bitch. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, James, I was really bummed that I was at Survivor Series and couldn't be there when you were hosting. Man, no, dude. Being at the pay-per-view is, you know, that's big shit. And you all missed when Ronald Rousey came out that Anthony Pires was upstanding, screaming the lyrics to the song mm-hmm. and scaring the shit out of people. Sounds about right. Of course. Well, hey, Sorensen chimed in to know if we damn near got a play by play. He got to take power singing uh, Ronald Rousey's song. Yeah. Let me, can I, I want to say something. I love James Sorensen, but I have never. That. His farts could like kill a country. They he he ripped one next to me, and I almost puked on the guy's head in front of me. Like, I, and then he's like, "Oh, there's something wrong with my stomach." Well, stop ordering a box of fries and chicken tenders from TD Garden. What do you think that's gonna do to your stomach? Christ, putting him on blast, literally. Yeah, he was keeping me on blast, and I'm I'm like, oh my god. No, I put his ass on blast when we was in New Orleans. Okay. That sounds great. Uh, Wow, that came out wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, we're going to reel it back in, though. You know, we got got some things to discuss. But, Frank, obviously, good to have you on, brother. You're one of my dear friends. I view you as a good friend. Uh, And you actually, like, uh, you like me, and that means a lot to me because, you know, I'm a true like character. You like me. You really you like up for me a bunch, and I really do appreciate. It. Well, this is the thing that I and and I'll be very honest with all of you just to add a little seriousness to it. But one of the things I can't stand is drama. And uh, at, for the for for a while, ad free shows or the people around it and the people involved in it were, hmm. were drama fold and. 
that's why I've kind of stepped back a bit from it, but you all are my favorites. I really mean that. I mean, I'm, of course, shout out to Allison Faye. I love her too. Yeah. Um, Hi, maybe, maybe, maybe a little inappropriately, you know what I mean? But uh, um, the way that James was treated at the start of his tenure with ad free shows was bullshit. And uh, I made it very clear off the, uh, at the beginning that I didn't like that. And that I made it, made it clear that, I was going to be his friend and support him because he's a genuine good fucking dude. I've met him. I met his dad. We've hung out in Chicago. We've hung out in Jacksonville. I mean, I've had a good friggin' time with him. So please. I think it was more of a misunderstanding than anything. I, I think I was misunderstood, you know, and, and look at this. How many of those situational type deals too? Yeah. It was just like a bad timing type deal. It was at, a lot at of this point. How many of them have gotten to actually host an ad free shows? Here watch we go. Here we go. Think about hey, that man. though. That wasn't three. me though. Like, I mean, I did host it, but that was a that was a group thing. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't a me. That was a we type deal. But you, that's and that, but that's the thing. That's it's true. like you. I would <laughs> uh, whatever. Hey, I, I can name three it's people. <laughs> it's your show. But no, I mean, I I guess I'm the. Ah, boy, I hate uh, doing this. Uh, I guess being who I am and a personality or charisma or just smartassness or whatever you want to call it, that definitely helped. But it's with the help of others is why it happened. I guess what I'm getting at. Absolutely. I get that. I know. Yeah. I'm just messing with you. Can I? I mean, I am a badass. Let's <laughs> does, does not be wrong. <laughs> you know. But, yeah, it's a group thing. I don't – I definitely don't have the, the – yeah, whatever. It is. A Thanks, well, Frank. I, was, <laughs> I was happy for you, and I, I wanted you to know Appreciate that. You. That was incredible. And that's why I'm like, I popped in and was like showing the crowd and stuff, because I wanted to be there for you. And I was genuinely bummed that I went to the show and couldn't like watch, because it was you, I would have gone to the watch along. He was pissed. He was real pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he really Frank stood me up, damn it. Shit. He's like, he's like wait a minute. Where's Frank? <laughs> Where the fuck like is Frank I'm not hosting Ten another times. damn thing until Frank gets in here. Ten me, times. So real quick, crazy, crazy thing that happened when I would. So what they, what I, cause I went to summer, I went to SummerSlam this year too. And what they're doing is they're like doing these pop-up stores in the community that they're in. And I walked out of SummerSlam with a WWE Universal Championship that cost me an arm and a leg. And then I walk into the store at in boston and there is a replica well it's not a replica it's a wwe championship but boston red sox like the b is right in the middle i spent six hundred dollars on that son of a bitching thing and frank bruno mm. nice right <laughs> it is that big easy bro i can imagine you just in knowledge like on some fucking uh what do they call it the high rise like condo bullshit frank's on his patio fucking sunglasses <laughs> on like half you walk into the bar shirt. with that shit you walk into the bar at the, the, the ocean. Not down here, I wouldn't. Sipping. <laughs> Bring Bruno yeah, money. It's some scissor. Right? That's true. It is the dirty, dirty. And it is dirty, too. Oh, man. Well, hey, but Frank. I, thanks for joining I, us. Uh, you know, uh, I guess uh, if you're following along at home, Frank, we're to Mike's topic. Like, so, uh, Frank, my, I sent you an outline. You did? Oh, the motherfucker. Hell yes. <laughs> so, Mike. Did you welcome. Frank pulls up the, the outline. Email from the kickoff. Take it away. 
Yeah, why you check? Why you check that? Let me tell you what the fuck happened to me this week. Here well, we technically go. last week. You just yeah. tell us. How about that? I will tell you. You do. So that. I'm at I'm at work and doing little side things and driving a fork truck that day. Uh, our our fork trucks are propane power. They you know have to change the tank and everything else. Well, I'm driving around a couple of hours doing what I have to do. And tank's almost empty. So I go and going to change the tank, and it's cold. It's rainy outside. And they have a set of tanks <clears throat> kind of close to the building where there's a little awning over there so you don't get wet or anything while you're changing it. Propane, where you, where right? You park, propane, yeah. So where, where you park, though, it's also the ramp to go in and out of the building for you know, certain deliveries and everything else. So I go and I park there. Get off the fork truck, go start taking the tank off. I take the propane tank off, and the fork truck starts rolling down the hill. <gasps> and it keeps on rolling. And it keeps on rolling. And we have some trucks there. You know, we got big 18-wheeler bed things there at the, what's some call it? Was it Canteens. going forks first or the backside of the forklift first? It was going, it was going forks first, but forks were kind of lowered a little bit. You're not supposed to park and on an incline with the forks pointing downward. I wasn't really parked safety on one there. On. <laughs> okay, but let's skip that part, okay? Because they missed that part. <laughs> oh, believe so me, they probably made an appearance. It's, <laughs> it's going, and, you know, we have one of our haulers that's sitting out there, and I'm watching it. I'm looking around. There ain't no people there, so I'm like, I'm not chasing after this motherfucker because there ain't nobody there, but it's going straight for that little truck right there, and boom smashes into it and i'm like yeah i'm fucked <laughs> that's it mike watch your I'm phone fucked. out quit videotaping and go get that damn thing <laughs> right yeah. mike's on I tiktok am <laughs> fucked. so you know get the manager over there looking he's kind of he's pissed off you know at me and of course he is and uh, he's like you know you should have done this you should have done that blah 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 e-break Put the e-brake up. That was my fault. I didn't put the e-brake up is what kept going on. So we're headed back to the office and having to call corporate. There's two big things. Fucked up. A lot of money. Have to call corporate and see what's going on. And he told me, he's like, I don't want to fire you. I don't want to fire you. But it's out of my hands right now. So we're in there in his office talking to the guy from corporate. And, you know, of course, I know him real good. He's the head, head guy. And he's like, man, I don't see anything around this, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, my manager gets a message from the guy that works on the fork truck. He's like, call me ASAP. So he calls him up. He's like, yeah, what's going on? He's like, I need you guys down here at the fork truck shop, like now. Like before anything happens, just come down here. So he told the main guy, he's like, okay, well, there's something going on. Let me, let's go down here. We'll figure this out and see what's going on. So we go down there, and the guy's like, I want to show you something. Pulls up the e-brake. E-brake comes up. Like five seconds later, it drops. On his own. He's like, that's what happened. I'm like, there had to be something because I'm on a hill to begin with, and I got off the fork truck. I got the tank off, and nothing happened till after I took the tank off. So luckily... Something was fucked up with the fork truck, the e-brake, 
was fucked up and disengaged on its own. So that's why it rolled down the hill. And that's why it smashed into the truck. And that's why I fucked a bunch of shit up. So luckily, I did not get fired. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Thank God it for that. Is. <laughs> Thank God. Because there yeah, was a Mike lot of stuff Mike was about to get the the axe. I was like, man, it is spare room, you know. I remember two he weeks before me, Christmas. He talked to me off air about this, and I was like, damn, bro, you almost got fired. <laughs> Who <possibly laughs> straight down at here? Christmas? You almost got fired at Christmas. Like, how low is that? Well, because no, I wasn't going down the hill. I was right at top of it. So I, if I was going down the hill, I was turn your wheels. If I would turn the wheels, it would have. Show you how to drive. Luckily, if I would, but if I turned the wheels, it would have fucked up even more because it'd be a gold cliff right down there. Adam's doing the OSHA safety. Yeah. Thank you. Great job. Mike. I'm glad you're happy. So, yeah, that, that's how my week ended they last week. And, yeah, almost lost his job. And, uh, you know, they, they would have fired me because they thought I did not put the e brake up. And with all the damage that happened to everything, yeah, it would have been a thing. And how many places can you work in that town? I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, no exactly. Right, that's like, real shit. Like if you get no, for real, job, it's it's a small well, town. Two like other that. jobs in that town. <laughs> yeah, I could have went to Walmart maybe, but matter of matter making beer one or the other. <laughs> yeah, I worked there I mean, for so. eight years. You don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been here for about nine years, and I have nothing on my shit. But <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I'm glad you have that your job right there. Save me. Merry nothing fucking Christmas. Me too. I'm just glad they didn't right. take your fires away from you because I know you get two fires a year. I, that's what I'm saying. Who, they they fire, from you. Whether he they that's fire, true. You should have. Hey, if they were going to fire you, you should have brought up. A, but who's going to crawl hey. in the vents? Yeah. Can I at least work two days out of the year? I'm that's assigned that's two fires a year, buddy. Who's going <laughs> to do that? You got to get hazard pay too, man. Because that if if you were to work those two days a year, you're an independent contractor, drug. You can hit no, them for like twenty man. grand each time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that was fun filled scary and a big relief all at the same time yeah almost got a jobless at christmas but hey yeah it's a wonderful life like, and uh it's a I, as, as we were walking to the manager's office yeah, i'm like Brad, Fuck. suck it i need a beer <laughs> i cannot believe this shit happened i need a beer let's go but luckily it was something that was not my fault Just well you fault. know you know what's good, Mike, is that uh, you know, <laughs> Christmas miracles do happen. And that brings us to today's agenda, doesn't it? You know, let me see here. Because, uh, you know, it's all about Christmas. So, uh, Brad, uh, you know, tell the people what we're talking about. Uh, you know, get them sleigh bells ringling. All right. So we uh, we decided to take a break from what we were planning on doing to celebrate Christmas. Because Jane reminded us that it is the Christmas season. So right. we're going to be talking about... What better way, what better thing to talk about than two matches that happened at Christmas time? We're going to talk about oh, uh, the 1999 Boiler Room match between Mick Foley and Santa Claus. And we're also going to be talking about the 2012 Miracle on 34th Street match between John Cena. Miracle and on 34th Street fight. Fight. Uh, just something to uh, lighten it up before the holiday and keep it positive. Yeah. Back to you, James. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. There's a leak Alrighty. in the bathroom for sure. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, the, you know, uh, it got a little cold in Florida. Not really, but uh, I guess no. My nose has been running a bunch. <laughs> but hey, uh, yeah, sorry. Yo. 
I guess we're uh, getting into it. Not much to say. <laughs> I mean, well, uh, you know, the Christmas spirit is off and running here with the Kickout Crew, and what better way to start it than our first match, which is Mankind versus quote unquote. And if you're watching the video version, which we highly recommend, you'll see me air quoting. Woo! <laughs> but yeah, quote unquote Santa. <laughs> Mankind versus a Santa in a boiler room brawl. Yes, that's right. Mankind's had boiler room brawls with, oh, I don't know, like Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. You know, you got George Rad in there. Motherfucker. He's like the king of boiler room brawls. <laughs> yeah, and now we're doing one with Santa. So, yeah, boiler room brawl. It took place uh, on a Monday Night Raw episode on uh, December 20th, 1999. It hailed from the Compact Center in Houston, Texas. Had an attendance of 12,063 had a match length of roughly four and a half minutes, and Meltzer gave this one four and three-quarter stars. So, uh, yeah, it's a high-ass rating. I don't know his scale anymore, but four and three-quarter stars, I thought is a pretty extreme for this one compared to some of the stuff he's done. So, there's not a negative in front of that four and three-quarter star? Dude, he actually dedicated one whole magazine to this match alone. I, it's crazy. Santa it's, Claus it's, deserves that much respect. That's what I'm saying. Every one of them. <laughs> but any guy hey, that carries uh, around a big sack like that deserves my respect. True. And give and get. Right. Never mind. Uh, so, Mike, how did uh, we get there with this uh, Santa and the Mankind boiler room match? Well, we got here because during this episode, of course, it was a Christmas episode. And it was during the McMahon-Hemsley era. It's best Stephanie McMahon there is right there. Error? Yeah, exactly. Error or error? Both. Error. It was an error. error. It was an error. At the same time. (laughs) Error. Just saying. So, um, early on in the evening, Chip Rates and Stephanie McMahon decided they were going to come out and give our good friend, good old JR, his... Christmas present. But what were they going to do with him? They're going to whoop his ass because it's JR. We can do that, right? Well, I dare, pal. Our boy Mick Foley came out to save the day. And that pissed Triple H off. So he's the one that made the match saying it was going to be Mick Foley versus Santa Claus in a boiler room match, but didn't say who Santa Claus was going to be. Well, you know, there's my- only one Santa. My favorite builds are the ones that happened in one episode. That's what I'm talking That's about. That's right. Well, here's the thing. They, they exploited the fact that uh, Mankind loves Christmas. So mm-hmm. what yeah. better way to, uh, okay, Mick, you lo- or Mankind, sorry, you love Christmas. Go fight Santa. Like, that's heel shit, man. It is. It's great right. shit. So there was hey, another mother's episode. I loved how they kept, was it the Mean Street Posse? Every time they would talk, they'd be like, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> No, no we had the interview. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's your show, Frank. Everybody there? It is not my show. I was just going to say. I, uh, what did you say, Franklin? My, my thing is, is there, because I'm watching some clips of it right now, and you clearly, they put stockings over their head, but you know who the hell they are. True. What the hell's going on? Who are you trying to fool? Us. 
You gotta, Dave. you gotta believe, buddy. You just gotta believe. <laughs> you have to believe. So, oh. the, the interview with Michael Cole and Mankind. The character of Mankind is so genuine, Mike. Does he resonate with everyone? Of course. Yeah, is he one of your favorites? He is. That's so lovely. <laughs> Actually, this version, not like the pet and the rat type deal. True. Uh, face, face, mankind. Yeah. All right. And uh, Adam, Mean Street Posse threw mankind in the boiler room here. Any great Mean Street, and Mean Street Posse stories you can share? There's one time where they got into the ring, and then they shouldn't have because they didn't belong in the ring. As a professional wrestler, any good Mean Street stories or Mean Street? That was my best Conrad. All right, <laughs> my best. Oh, any Conrad. good stories? Oh yeah, remember that time where? <laughs> Here we go. Man, Santa, mankind and Santa are face to face. Santa looks scared, but they are telling. But they are talking. James, how did this make you feel seeing him talk to the first Santa Claus in this? Well, it seemed genuine, you know, like as mankind loves uh, Christmas, so he's like, hey. We don't need to do this. You walk away. I'll take the L. You walk away, you know, and uh, everything will be all, you know, it's, you know, Christmas. Man, come on. It's Christmas. Hey, Frank, don't go too far, okay? Mankind, um, <laughs> and mankind is ready to throw in the towel. Uh, you were, um, you have kids. How do you think they would feel about seeing something like this on TV? My child? Yeah. First of all, I'm concerned about my child because she's 13 and still believes. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, so uh, I think it would be hard for a younger child to see it. Um, or, I mean, you could, I guess you could throw out the speed, you could spin it like, oh, those are just Santa's helpers and they're getting their ass kicked by this wrestler on TV. I, you know, I, I don't know. It's definitely the attitude era for sure. They're definitely oh, God, yeah. an order audience and obviously not kids here, which would be very contrary to what we're going to see later in uh, this very episode. That's a teaser, huh? I already told you what the match is, though. James, by the way, who are the announcers? I'm glad you asked because this is actually a... Oh, uh... Hey. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Dude, dude. Hey. You, you see that there? Hey. The announcers are uh, good old JR and fucking Michael Hayes. Hey. Dude, dude, dude. They wasn't that bad either. No. They dropped a lot of Christmas puns, you know, obviously, so wasn't that bad. So you have three <clears throat> Santas attack mankind. He fights them off with trash cans and Tupperware. Two more Santas attack mankind. Obviously, the New Age Outlaws throws mankind through a table. That's Mr. Ayers! Road Dog trained one of them Santas because he was punching just not Road Dog. Mike, what do you think the uh, New Age Outlaws' reaction were when they found out they were going to do a match like this, knowing kind of knowing how they are now? Um, well, Road Dog was definitely like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it!" Right, <laughs> <laughs> Mister S. I mean, well, we we know what he did later on, so I'm sure he was down with it later. I mean, you're Adam, paying me as, how much? <laughs> you know, probably what they both said. Yeah, right. Adam, as an in-ring performer, have you ever been involved in a weapons match? And how would that baking sheet have felt? Baking sheet wasn't too bad. I hadn't done any boiler room matches. Hmm. Um, between a chair, a cookie sheet, and a kendo stick, I'd rather get hit by the cookie sheet. That cookie <laughs> sheet was loud as fuck in this match. trash can lids. I don't and know, man. They're really way loud. They're, it popped they're big They're noise effect. They sound worse than they, than they are. Yeah. 
James, Mick's kids' names, Mick Foley's kids' names are Noel, Huey, Dewey, and Mickey. Is it fair to say he's a fan of Christmas and the magic of Disney? That uh, that makes a lot of sense. I, you know. sense. I mean, I knew the names, but I never really was like, I'll be damned. It was there the whole time. <laughs> you know? You're going to have a new uh, yeah, uh, Louie? Huey, Dewey, Louie? Louie. Where's Louie? Yeah. He didn't have enough kids. Yeah. Oh, Mick got to fire another one out, bud. <laughs> he ain't done. Or what if Noel were to have a child and name it Louie? Uh, her and Frank yeah. the Clown? Is she still with Frank the Clown? All right. Beat me. Beat me I met him. He's a nice guy. Yeah, Mick loves him. You yeah. ever see Holy Foley? Nah. Nope. He does not. <laughs> okay. Um, Frank, are you a Freddy Krueger fan? Uh, now that we're in the boiler room, are you a Freddy Krueger fan? And if so, what's your favorite uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movie? Uh, horror movies scare the shit out of me. Right, then you should probably see five or six because they're not horror they, movies. They anymore. do because we tried to watch one and I had to hold him. The closest I get to horror is Stranger Things. Ooh, what's it's that? Like, That's kind of scary. <laughs> get the hell out of here, James. I tried to watch all <laughs> in front of the dark with Nickelodeon, but he didn't I make it. I never through watched it. it. There was a girl blowing my oh. shit up about never watching it. What's you? Huh? Huh? Watch it, mom. Not that this episode. Anyway, Mike, when Mick starts uh, singing, does it make you laugh, creep you out, or is it just stupid, that chestnuts over roasted fire song? Oh, I love everything Mick Foley does. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. All right. Santa said. What was you going to say, Frank? What was I going to say? I just wanted to throw something out there earlier. I, Brad was talking about his love for sandwiches. And I just wanted to throw out there that another lover of sandwiches is Joey Tribbiani from the wonderful show known as Friends. That's right, James. Oh, I mean, <sighs> Frank and James. Once again, wouldn't so, know. I got a little more information from you on Friends, James. You know that there was not a laugh track, that it was in front of a live Oh, studio. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> there you no. go. It was. It was yep. in front of, I, go I, ahead and Google, Google it, my friend, and Google never lies. Well, hey, Google how you doing? Because I'm doing terrible. Let's get the fuck yeah, on with the match. It is match, in front of please. a live audience. We're here they to discuss the match, the not some they fucking overhyped bullshit They did show. wait for the laughing, and uh, they just wanted to fuck with you on they it. They piped anyway, it in like we're talking about Frazier? Get the hell out of town. Frazier was good, too. We're talking about Seinfeld? Oh, Santa, Christ. Santa sack to the, win to the window. Glass shatters Adam. Oh, no, to the wall. Sorry. How dangerous was this spot? Because it looked absolutely. This was the part of this was the match. Like this was the match to me. It looked absolutely brutal with that glass shattering. What did, was it dangerous? Yeah, probably sugar glass. Adam, what the fuck? Are you gonna answer the Thanks. question, or are you gonna sit there like an idiot? Whoa, sugar glass. That's not the Christmas spirit, sure? Scrooge. How, how can we tell the difference between sugar glass and real glass? Yeah, if, taste it, if it doesn't cut your tongue. It's sugar glass. We cut your tongue. It's sugar oh glass. Oh my god! You know, sometimes things look so good on paper. Then I say them out loud. It's just like that. <laughs> but then I say, then I say, what? Shawn Michaels Tice, and you guys talk for twenty-five minutes. How cheap is sugar glass? Don't say I mean, those that windows look pretty good. Here, I'm about Come to redo my windows. That's <laughs> just how, by the way, it breaks the, the sound and everything. It's a like a dollar. Yeah, you just had to. You had to. You had to hear it. I got you. Great. Do you guys think that last Santa Claus was a fan of DX? Listen, we're getting there. Triple H <laughs> with the Triple H as Santa Claus with the suck it sign. Frank, how often do you uh, did you do this as a child? The suck it or, sign, or as a uh, I guess a teenager. That's a trick I, I did the suck it sign every day. I even did the suck it sign at my graduation. So <laughs> oh <boy. laughs> on the stage. So 
<laughs> yes, I did it a lot. Frank Bruno, get your diploma, shake hands. And if you're not down with that, <laughs> I do. Like, everyone's hey, flipping their castles over. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. That's hilarious. We have a limited, we have limited crowd interaction because it's in a boiler room. Does this make you feel different in 2022 than maybe it did then? Because of the COVID-19, because of COVID and being in front of no crowd for so long, does it make you feel different to have no crowd interaction looking back on a match now that maybe, how did you feel then compared to now? Not too bad because they did it with Sting and Darby. Like if they got to go away from the ring, it's done a little bit, I mean, it's done a little bit differently now, but I mean, it's, it don't feel no different to me, really. Movie matches are bullshit. I know this wasn't a movie match, but movie matches are bullshit. Thank you. I feel, I feel like they did what they had to do at the time, though. I mean, now I don't want them. But. Well, I'm speaking completely on the AEW Revolution movie match with Sting. That was complete bullshit. Yeah, that was shit. All right, but was the Undertaker's match bullshit? The Boneyard match? I wasn't there. <laughs> I was actually at the okay. arena. So being there is different, of course. Well, yeah, because I didn't pay all this money to go see Sting on a goddamn movie screen. I could have stayed home and done that. Sorry, mm-hmm. still bitter about that uh, pay-per-view. That yeah, was but Santa wasn't on a movie screen. Ring match. Remember that. <laughs> Triple H, Santa wins. Mike, was this too short of a match, or was it just for what it was? Or No, nah, it was just what it was. It was them going out there beating the hell out of me. Adam, was there anything he could have him and Him and Triple H were feuding at the time. Yeah. So. No, Adam? Okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm watching both the y'all go back and forth. So, Frank, we had plenty of Santas here. Should they have added a couple elves? Um, given the given the time period, they should have had some Mrs. Clauses with some cleavage. Hell yeah. Oh, that would have been nice. Well, yeah, dude, step. yeah had, uh, need more NDAs. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. So that's it. <laughs> yeah, four and a half minutes. Long-ass match. All right. It ends so with a minutes, four and a half stars. I knew I should have wrote that down. So I that's have, what it was. Four and a half minutes, four and a half stars. That's right. We're going to ask one of these questions now, and then we're going to ask another of these questions after, because none of them are particularly about the match. They're just about Christmas. Gotcha. Amy Vaughn wants to know, I want to know what everyone is getting for Christmas besides Brad. Everyone knows he's getting a lump of coal. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, Frank, Hmm. what are you getting for Christmas, pal? I am getting a hefty credit card bill. That a boy. And whatever you're getting sent in the mail. That's the Christmas spirit. Paying for that's, Christmas that's and getting Christmas the credit card bill. Like you got to keep your job, right? Merry Christmas. I got to keep my job, and I'll probably get a 12-pack, so I'll be happy. <laughs> Frank's getting something in the mail. Don't let him tell you that. He's getting something. Yeah, from Sorensen. <laughs> like how Adam's like, <laughs> don't let him tell you, and then mentions it like, don't make him tell you. Do they still do those mailing brides? Oh, I know. How I much can't. are they actually? can check for us when it goes to Japan. Yeah, right. I thought they were from Asia or something. I would live like a king if That's I was so able nice. to go to Japan. You know. Hey, yeah, whatever. One dollars you can. What are you getting? Anything? Uh, you know what's funny is uh, you mainly like hey, bill money. Like hey, here's my login to my electric company. Pay that. <laughs> you know some That's shit like it. that. That's just it. I mean, no yeah, yeah. What- buys me for christmas yeah my so mom I, wanted to get me <laughs> we talked about possibly a computer maybe a refurbished one and then as the time is coming and going same thing to her 
hey, because my mom likes to get gifts, you know, like she doesn't like, oh, I'll just give you money. She likes to get gifts, you know, it means something to her. And I get that because that's how it's always, you know, like she wants to, you, she can give me money anytime type of thing. Not, you know, not really, but you know what I'm saying. She can always send me money here and there, but she wants Christmas to be about a gift and something that like, because I always choose something that tries to like have a, a run life, you know what I mean? Not just something flash in the pan gift because that's stupid. As an adult, as a kid, fuck yeah, toys and all that stuff. But yeah. this year, she was like, hey, what do you want? You know, look around computers and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. And then the other day, I called her and she was like, hey, what do you want? Have you looked at anything? You know, you can send me the link and all that. We can talk about it. And I was just straight up like, you know what? <laughs> I would honestly like, you know, if you just want to pay a bill, <laughs> you know, like any one of them, like for a month, I'm golden with that, you know? I mean, I know that sounds stupid and all that stuff. It's not like my bills are like crazy expensive, but my oh, parents yeah. doing the same thing. Honey. Yeah. Free thirty, yeah, that, free thirty days. My rent for January. All of my yeah. like utility bills are definitely under a hundred dollars. Like they're not expensive, but it's just like my, it'd be cool my, to not pay. Yeah, it, you know, my my mom and my stepdad they do the same thing. They're big on Christmas, especially now for us kids. Like we're older. And so they always, you know, what do you want? What do you want? And they try to spoil us a little bit for that. Yeah. And usually I say, hey, just send me two, three hundred dollars just in cash. Help me out. You know, Christmas is usually a hard time, you know. So just, just send me two, three hundred dollars. Help me get, get gifts for the kids. Oh, yeah. no, we'll buy them presents. I said, I know, but I mean, it'll be gifts from Santa Claus. So they said, no, they, they don't like it. So I get to pick three things. So this year I said, you know, send me two, three hundred dollars for cash. Or I want like a PS5 or like a 70, or like I a 75 inch. I was like, I was going to PS5. Yeah. yeah. Or a 75 inch TV. So you like, that's all I want. Like you pick one of those three and that's, that's what I'll take. So granted, I got, you know, 200, like two, three hundred dollars from them. And <laughs> yeah. Play- well it's like uh we didn't have the means really growing up so i think my mom like really sees like you know because you know i have you know the family growing up and all that stuff didn't really have that pinky out shit like brad have three entrees and an appetizer yeah but you know over time you know like give me a couple hundred hours i can pay my bills and get brad turns his nose up to filet mignon and Shrimp yeah. and all this that and the other just for pimento and cheese and ham sandwiches. I'm not saying my mom yeah, right. is wealthy by any means, but she she wants to give now that she can. I guess is what I'm getting at. No, that's great. Adam, my, my, mine are in the same boat. So yeah, Adam, you said the same thing. Yeah, every year they'll ask me, you know, do you want such and such, or do you just want us to cover your rent for the month? And that helps a lot. Plus, I used yeah. to get like a Georgia Pole. Fucking or, rent? Hell yeah. Something <laughs> like that, or. You know, I'll get like a new shirt or you can't go wrong with pullovers and shirts with me. Yeah. Well, hey, my I'm mom got a hoodie. She don't listen to us at all. I kind of told her like, hey. Well, my daughter's giving me another Georgia hoodie yeah, she because hoodie. she feels bad for taking my other one. <laughs> well, I'm so actually getting a good... one for Christmas to replace the one that I got for Christmas last year. I'm getting, um, I, I don't have a laptop. I use my daughter's and I'm getting a laptop. <laughs> I'm getting a laptop this year for this reason. Is that a uh, Brad paid by Brad. Brad put Brad it on his Brad. Uh, best. Brad put it on his Best Buy card. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife from, from Brad to Brad. My wife said, "I'll pay for it." I'm like, well, "It's the same money." What do you What do you mean? <laughs> That's the thing Dude, about growing up with my mom would buy gifts like her account. You know, buy shit for herself and wrap it. 
and put a yeah. from Santa and put her under the tree, you know, growing up. So when we would uh, open presents, she'd be like, oh, Santa got me this, you know, like lotion, body water, like whatever bullshit, you know. Like, oh, Santa was thinking of me. Like, it would always be funny. You know, it's funny jokes, man. Christmas is a, Christmas is cool, you know. Yeah, it definitely is. Not in Thanksgiving, but Christmas is cool. <laughs> so anyway, that's, uh, I'll save the second question for after the next match. Gotcha. So back to the games. Thank you, guys. Hell yeah. Well, you know, uh, seems like we're all in the Christmas spirit, you know. It's all about uh, the good times, good vibes, and good things to be had. That being said, let's keep the good times a-rolling with Adam's topic. So, Adam, what you got for us? So, um, I'll tell you about a little something that, that kind of grops me, that kind of irritates the crap out of me. Grinds your gears? Oh my God! Yep, grinds my gears. It's, it gripes me, boy. Ooh. It's something so simple, but when I tell you about it, you're like, "Yeah, I agree. I agree." And so, um, you know, you're going down the highway road, going down the road, whatever, and you see the sign that says, you know, road or lane ending, merge over. Okay, yeah. Well, they're kind of stuck, and you're going down the road. You're kind of going beside each other, and you know that lane's about to end. So you start to slow down, and you just, you know, you're the nice person, nice Samaritan, and you let them over. And when you let somebody go over, do you guys expect a little, just a, just a little, thank you, a little wave, just a little acknowledgement. It's all I want. Thanks, buddy. You know, just something. I didn't get that little wave the other day. You talking about pissing me off? I go through the trouble of slowing down, <laughs> like this asshole over, and you can't give me that little nudge like thanks, buddy, or nothing. All you gotta do is put your hand up. And you know, just, like... you know, just right there in the middle. If you're driving, right there, you can see right there. Just the wave. That's all you gotta do. Just a little. Just you know, just that's it. That's all you gotta do. This, you know, some stranger lets you over, so you don't have to stop or you don't. Hit these cones, pylons, whatever. You can't stop for two seconds and think, I should thank him. No way. That's all it takes. Yeah. So when somebody lets you over, take two seconds and give him a fucking wave. <laughs> That's all. I mean, it's not that hard. Because when I don't get the wave, I want to put them in the wall. That's true. And you see, here's I the thing. You, I want to put their ass in the wall. You did the deed by slowing down, letting them in. Which let's say I that they were my gas you were a jackass, and y'all just kept going, kept going. And then he tried to force himself in. Then the cars behind you get all fucked up. Like what? This Adam asshole did, doesn't wave or nothing. So we get on down the road, and I pass this asshole. It's an eighty-five-year-old lady. So I felt terrible. I felt so bad. There, now it's coming full circle. I felt so bad. She could barely sit on the steering wheel. Freaking phenomenal. I, I felt so bad. You didn't even know you were there. <laughs> It's horrible. And I'm going to hell. And gasoline dipped underwear. <laughs> Freaking phenomenal. Um, I mean, hey. but, you know, anyway, give them the wave. Just a little. Yeah. Oh, no. It is not saying that you have to like wave and get out, give them a goddamn thank you card, but just a little hand yeah, up. Yeah, just over just a hand up. Yeah, Most you got time, some hands out here. You, you lower your window a little bit, get a little hand out, like it's lower up. Yeah. You can usually see between the two seats. You can see the rearview mirror. 
person in front of you. Apologize. You know what? It's just about being polite. And I totally exactly, get it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. What is this She can at least put her cane up the window and say thanks or something. You know, I'll, I'll give you another one. And I, and I know this is your time, but it pisses well, me I mean, off. I, I should have noticed the handicap sticker too, and I didn't. So I feel like I'm at fault for that, but. <laughs> it just keeps coming. Right. It just keeps coming. What about when someone walks right out of the grocery store and they have that crosswalk that they can go on to, but they come out 100 miles an hour with their head down, just start walking and don't even look? Fuck oh, that. Walmart's bad about that. How about how about how about looking both ways? How about looking both ways before you cross the street when you were taught when you were two no, years they old? They come out the door like this. Yeah, and then they're like, "What the fuck, dude? Why are you stopping?" Assholes. Especially when you're already in motion, because like you don't see him, don't see him, because you slow down. Like, okay, nobody's here. I can go right now. And then all of a sudden, you know, like, you fucking- let them walk by. You know what you should do when they when you let them walk by. You know what you should get. No way. A wave. A wave. See? Well, see, when you're talking about grocery stores, what about when you go to a grocery store and you go down an aisle and you need one thing and you got somebody sitting right there on their phone in front of that one thing you need and you sit now just waiting. Bro, well, you I work, down the aisle. You, I work you, at a grocery you, store. And I'll, let's you got to go down the end of the aisle and you got two people walking side by side. And you can't get it, to the potato chips because they're sitting there looking at three liters. Yeah, so they want grape or strawberry. Or they're stopping and talking. Get the hell out of the way! I need my potato chips. Is there something I can help you with? Is there something I can help you with? They get this. I need that. I need that macaroni and cheese right there. Like, for real. Are you like? When I'm stalking. You're just sitting there looking. They're sitting like, there talking about Timmy and Tommy and everyone. Who gives a shit? Yeah, why? Why are they? Why are there as a couple? One person go shopping, please. I don't need both of you talking about the same spaghetti sauce. Yes, exactly. And they're hey, just I right there in front of the one thing, like oh, the one one. Yeah. I want that spot that uh Spider Man mac and cheese right there. That's what I want. I just go. I'll come back to it. Not that I'm gonna refrain on this because uh, <laughs> I'm gonna definitely expand on this a little later. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, that was yeah. fun. Thanks. Thanks, Adam. No, I do, yeah, the, but the fond memories of the grocery store, my grandmother, and I don't know if your grandparents did this, like my granddad would take my grandmother, because my grandmother never learned how to drive, so my granddad had to take her everywhere. Mine either, mine either, bud. Smart. So when he took her to the grocery store, she went, she went down every single aisle, no matter if she needed it or not, and if she seen a sale on something, she got it, no matter what it was. I go down every aisle. She could have bought it yeah. two days ago. Oh, it's on sale. She buys it again. But and it's on sale for like nine cents, that, right? It's on sale. We got to get you it on what? sale. They might have raised the price. They might have hey. raised the price. Yeah. But if it's that green it's, thing that says it's on sale, two for five, I'm in. It, it might even be up in price. We just bought five for- of them yesterday, Mama. We have it. It's on sale. We got to hey, get we're it gonna, we, can, uh, we can expand on this topic here in a little bit. Uh, just saying, hint, hint. But, uh... Okay. I do have one other thing to say this. Because oh, this come Walmart, on, man. This, yeah, I told this y'all Walmart, this would start up a conversation. This is I not, told no, y'all. Adam was but, talking about traffic, man. We ain't talking about uh, grocery because I, I think we're going to talk about but that I, later. If you we, get we the can. hint, hint, hint. I am. It's not about the gro- it's not about the grocery. It's not about the grocery area. All right. They don't give out the free cookies anymore. I got two shitty ass bratty ass kids in a buggy. How buggy. do I calm them down? I give them a cookie. Right? Keep their ass at home. Calm. I I should, but when I can't and I got to take them, give them co- Hey, <laughs> I'll give you a cookie. You be good, right? Boom. Either good. that or y'all should take turns sitting in front of the buggy. 
you and the kids. Yeah, I mean, we can like do they something. They can push I mean, you through the aisle and they present the doll. Our Walmart does not give out free cookies anymore because of the whole COVID thing. Like, what the hell? You had a Walmart give out free cookies? Yes. Also, what the fuck is a buggy? It's a cart. It's a shopping it's a buggy. cart. It's a buggy. Shopping buggy. God, baby Jesus. That. It used to be God. a buggy. Now it's a cart. It's a buggy. Whatever. Me cart, and Frank have this conversation every time I come to Louisiana. It's a buggy. I think we can Still, talk about they should give out free cookies. a little bit. But yes, uh, okay. we got to keep Next? the uh, you know, ball rolling. And uh, what better way to keep this train on the tracks than uh, Devin? Well, so, Devin, De- uh, what's well, your talk? Right, since Devin ain't here, piss on him. Can the people at home listen? Can we just practice the wave? You know, when you get time, just in your spare time, just. Just to let everybody know. I just did not even address that Devin wasn't here. I think. <laughs> So I think Frank should give us a topic. How about that? Devin don't want to play with others. Well, since Devin, uh, just remember out there, fans, Devin hates us and Devin hates you. He said he didn't want to be here. Too close to He was like, you know what? Uh, The limelight's getting in my eyes and I don't Freaking Devin rolled. More more important things to do. I don't know what it is. I have more important things to do. I can do six days out of the week, anytime. I'm going to pick this time on this day. Freaking Devin or... And what better way to, uh, you know, let's replace it with uh, Frank. So, Frank, three times on the show. Uh, Frank, what you got, man? Didn't read the outline. He doesn't know. Well, I feel like he should get a jacket like on Saturday Night Live. But I do have a topic. I do have a topic for you. I wonder what um, Frank Bruno I sent the outline to. What, did you use my Gmail or my yeah. you, Gmail? Okay. I'll go check it again. I went and looked when we were talking earlier. It's not there. Um, Reeves Elferi, now Brad Stanton. Okay. So I, I do have, you know, living where I live now and um, trying to understand the, the South, uh, there's something that I don't quite understand, and I was hoping some people could shed some light. Maybe Better choose your next word. It's a buggy. The car. <laughs> There's these there's these things that are on a lot of the corners here, and they're they're shaped like a and they're shaped like a square, and they have a bag in them, and they have this hole on top where you can put your fucking trash. Okay, I don't understand why people choose to just throw their shit on the floor or the ground. Why people are just coming here and trashing the place? Yep. They literally have to hire they have to hire people to clean the sidewalks in the French Quarter because there's so much shit from people coming off of Bourbon Get Street. Piss, puke, other fluids. Uh, I don't understand. <laughs> because the Bourbon Street trash cans are always full. True. Well, I'm also going to talk about one last thing that happened while Adam was here with me and we were driving up Bourbon Street. Oh, God. To the man that thought it would be great to walk around with your pecker hanging out to fly. Um, Whoa, what did he do? Anybody notice? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I did. Frank did. I was about to say he's talking about it. Uh, A magnifying glass? (laughs) Um, uh, Well, anyway. uh, (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. 
I have to tell you that I feel as though I'm in bizarro world down here. So what I'm I trying to say for that too, though. I'm sorry, I did get in trouble for that. Keep your peepees in your pants and use the goddamn trash can. So I love. We could fix our infrastructure around here instead of paying for people to clean up after your asses. I Marble love Street that smells like ass, it. sweat, and weed. I love that Frank has this uh, trash, uh, you know, topic and everything because I remember being at uh, Talk About Weekend One, and you know, me, Frank, my dad, I believe Michael Lemond, Mark Nelson, probably somebody oh, else. We all went downtown to eat lunch, <laughs> and uh, there's a. Uh, uh, I, I'm not one to talk about people's mental state, but I would assume he was on drugs. <laughs> and uh, he's wobbling around. And, of course, Frank's wearing a jersey. So I said, hey, don't make eye contact with that dude. Don't make eye contact with that dude. And someone who I believe was Frank was like, oh, sure as shit, this dude walks up to us. I'm assuming he's homeless. He's like, this is Chicago. In Chicago, we throw our trash away. In Chicago, we recycle. And he walks right up to Frank's face. He goes, so recycle, motherfucker! And Frank's like, recycle. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, dude! Yeah, <laughs> talking like, about that. I tell that story. Recycle, motherfucker! I'm like, I'm I'm looking. I'm like, I'm wearing a Cubs jersey. Like, why is he picking on me? What's going on? I walk past that and I go, "That's the most aggressive PSA I've ever been involved in." Because <laughs> he's just like screaming downtown. <laughs> this is Chicago. Is this is my funny. city. In my city, we recycle. So recycle, motherfucker. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Oh, God. The most aggressive oh, PSA of all time. So the fact that you pick a... What's that? Nothing. <laughs> so the fact that you picked a recycle topic, hilarious, or a trash topic was hilarious to me. See? Maybe that guy turned a new leaf for you, Frank, you know? <laughs> Most aggressive PSA ever. I wish I felt that passionate about anything. Like he right? felt about recycling. True. Yelling in strangers' faces about it. Adam, were you there? I, no, what I are you hearing about it right after y'all got back. Who was the other person? Like y'all got out of the Uber talking homeless, about it. I got yelled at by a homeless person. I was stuck in a room with Carl Mandick, and I left <laughs> Chicago with COVID. So it was a great trip. I had a great time, I think, oh, very fun. Oh, yeah. Frank always has great, great times on all these trips, and we all link up. <laughs> I learned from my mistakes, though. Hey, man. Drama-free, brother. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So is that all you got for us, Frank? That's all I had, yeah. Well, mother of uh, fuck. Mother I guess it is my uh, turn. And, uh, you know, on the uh, outline, it says the spirit of Christmas with James. Because Lord knows one of my favorite holidays i mean i shit on it all through november but uh i mean i really do love uh christmas and all that stuff i hate christmas at work because i work in a grocery store and i work on a uh commissary which is a military grocery store on the base and i'm not uh one to how am i gonna dance around this i appreciate what the uh, veterans and stuff have done for my country obviously their spouses I think take a little too much entitlement of uh, that type of thing because they act like we should uh, wait on them hand and foot, I guess you could say. So <laughs> they think they're think the veterans, don't they? What's up? They probably think that they're the veterans. Oh boy. Hey, we serve too is a thing. And I'm not here to degrade anyone because you know, whatever, but 
Yeah, there's a whole lot of we serve too stuff. But anyway, what I'm saying is they're like, they think that they deserve everything. Like just because we're military base, uh, oh, you guys always get every product that you order and all this stuff. You know, y'all are military. Well, COVID kind of changed the game. You know, the distribution and everything has been a hassle since COVID. And they're just, oh, you're out of this? Oh, well, uh, well, uh, and like blaming me for ruining their holidays and stuff. Like, oh, well, I can't make gravy without cornstarch. What am I going to do? We're like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> what are you going to do? Don't care. Figure it out. We're out of it. And then I hear like, oh, at Publix, they have this. Oh, Walmart, they have this. Well, feel free to shop there. You know? <laughs> fucking Publix. That's what I'm saying. But it's just like, it's a, uh, I'm just ready for the fucking holiday season at work to be over. At work being the main uh, component. Because, you know, I actually do like Christmas. I know I shit all over it during November because I, I hate people skipping November. But the spirit of Christmas, you know, it's uh, as shitty as the job they see, but sometimes as entitled and all that bullshit. And I got the homies right here, you know. I uh, I miss, uh, you know, Christmas with the family because, you know, I live here, obviously. But uh, I was always the guy that would pass out the gifts at the, the you know, Christmas. More than likely, I'd be cutting the turkey if we had a turkey. You know, they pass that uh, uh, task to me. Love that. But, and of course, It's a Wonderful Life. Best Christmas movie. I know everybody here shits all over it, and that's cool. I love that movie. You're damn right. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, man. Uh, we used to watch it every year on Christmas, actually. But, yeah, the the holiday season, it's weird how everybody's, like, so joyous and everything, but then you go to a grocery store, and you're the biggest assholes on the planet. I digress. But, you know... Outside of uh, my job and outside of everything, and I just want to you know, let everybody know, I do like Christmas. Christmas is a good holiday. I, I love it. It's just, uh, you know, it's a bit much sometimes. And hope everybody has a good holiday season. Hope everybody has a great Christmas with their family, loved ones. Uh, reminiscing of some that we have lost, maybe. You know, that's always going to be sad. But, you know, swing it on forward. Like, life's going to go. And uh, it's uh, it's on us to honor them and do better, be better, you know, see better, learn better, everything like that. So Christmas kind of culminates the year. Everybody gets together, but it should be like a time with everyone as a group and then a launching pad to like, you know, the future. What is next year going to hold for us? So I guess the spirit of Christmas is like, uh, you know, happy holidays, to everyone. Be safe when you're traveling and hey, enjoy the time with your loved ones because Lord knows you never know how long they're going to be here. So exactly. Enjoy the time. Get, no matter who you're around, enjoy the time with them. They don't be assholes in retail and enjoy the time with your family. Because you just never That's know what right. happen, man. You really don't. Yep. But I do got a uh, question for you, James, because I read something. I need to know if it's true. Uh-oh. Little Debbies are out of the military grocery that store. That is 100% correct. They got out October what 1st, I think. fuck? Is that about? Because I can sit by my mom. Uh, it's a money thing, man. The, the they're going to Big Debra's. The military commissaries <laughs> pretty much get their shit at cost because you know you're feeding the servicemen and the veterans and all that stuff. So they try to get things at cost. Well, when doing that, some of these corporations do have to do like a profit loss thing. And little Debbie was like, because they were like, "Hey, we want you in at this you know price," and they were like, "No." So Little Debbie ended that, and I'll put that on record saying that Little Debbie's the one that didn't re-sign their contract because well, uh, they Little felt Debbie was just too young to be taking money. That's what it was. Because they're, they're, it's pretty hey, much fucked up. It's so they gave it to her mama, Big Debra. Profits, but it's kind of sort of non-profit. So yeah, Little Debbie didn't 
didn't resign their contract. So yeah, they're not selling them in. Uh, I, I was almost a lot of pissed off because I'm like, little Debbie's are going out like no more. And then I read the article. No, and no, said, it's, nope, just the military. Just the like, All right, cool. But fuck you. Like, yeah. come on now. It's because they, you know, you know, they, they wanted to get their money and the military was like, Hey man, no, <laughs> you know, like you're doing this. Military people deserve little Debbie's. They're gonna they're gonna start carrying the generic brand of little Freddy's. Right. Oh, there we go. Little waka Freddy's. waka waka. <laughs> they got the little chocolate winners. Oh my god. We got them go. here and, and get we got them in town. What the fuck? Well, hey man, I mean, you know. <laughs> Twenty bucks because y'all chocolate winners you want. Jesus Jones. Well, uh, in the spirit of Christmas, I think we need to, uh, you know, and I think I'm gonna surprise a lot of people with my reactions to this match. But uh, I think uh, it's time to talk about the second match, which is uh, John Cena versus uh, Alberto Del Rio. It is a Miracle on 34th Street fight. I don't know where you put the emphasis at. Miracle on 34th Street. Street fight. Fight or Miracle on 34th Street fight. But that's what it is. It took place on a uh, Monday Night Raw. This Raw was taped on December 18th. But it aired on Christmas Eve, which is December 24th in 2012. It uh, took place at the PPG Paints Arena. I think it was called like Console Arena or Console, however you pronounce that. It was called that at the time. But it's the PPG Paints Arena because, you know, money talks. And uh, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, good part of Pennsylvania, you know, not a, I digress. It had a TV rating of a 2.2. And uh, had a match length of uh, just a little bit under four, uh, 15 minutes. And Meltzer gave this one uh, four and a half stars. So uh, I don't know his rating system uh, thing, but it seems to be off on this uh, episode. Call John Cena. That's his rating system. Probably so. Mm-hmm. Cena. Uh, Cena. Oh, Cena's not on this episode. I'll tell you that much. Dun, 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 dun. But, oh, by the uh, way, he'll be on SmackDown tomorrow. So, hey, this is uh seems like a good match, a Miracle on 34th Street <laughs> fight. Man, Adam, how did we get there? All right, so this, I had to go back and watch this one, and it upset me. Good. I, I forgot, have to watch damn near the whole episode of Raw to get this. I actually story. watched the Raw before this and this one just to make sure I didn't miss anything. Go all the way back to the Rumble. I didn't go back Shout that far. Shout out, Devin. So, yeah, Devin I did go back to where Alberto Del Rio he, and his partner the and got a title shot. I'm kidding. I mean, what, what kind of team is Alberto Del Rio and the Miz? I mean, that's just weird to me. I, I guess I don't know. Yeah. So I guess he's so mad at the Miz that the next week he just, he decides to jump his car, go out when he wasn't supposed to, and just run over Santa. Right? What an asshole! What kind of what kind of human being runs over Santa Claus? I mean, if you were to turn heel, that's the quickest way to do it. You run down Santa. True. Especially in the middle of giving his gifts out. I mean, poor Santa, he was just out there doing his thing, you know. And just looking around, he he hears hears a horn beeping. So, of course, you get curious, what's going on? And the next thing you know, he's on the ground with a tree on his head. Now, Bordo Del Rio's, it was an accident. And his partner's over crying. And well, later on in the show, y'all noticed the hood was popped. <laughs> yeah. I think somebody tried to steal the battery when nobody's looking. 
But um, <laughs> no, this in. asshole runs over Santa Claus. I mean, I, I thought that was the end of Christmas, but then right at the very end, we had that little, that little glimpse of hope. Right, sir. Thumbs up. We get that signal. We get that thumbs up. You know, call back. We get that little hand gesture. That hey, he's gonna be okay. So he's in the training room, and Booker T says, "Well, he ain't got. He's just got one one suggestion. He wants John Cena to beat Alberto Del Rio in the street fight. So Alberto Del Rio walks up. On he might have been walked up by them, but here comes John Cena. What are you doing, man? Just over the top. A little too much acting for Cena." I mean, his his stuff as Peacemaker was better than this. <laughs> but uh, I was actually watching that today, too. That's kind of funny. But um, this is a little off the top, but it, it was still all in good fun. I mean, it, it's Alberto Del Rio's an asshole. You don't ever run over Santa. Of course, right? He should have yeah, got the bowling ball in the balls three times, he asked me. But uh, so right, right before the match, we see Santa wait, on the beep, stretcher. Beep, beep. And then... The music turns into Jingle Bells, which I thought was, you know. That's like in the training room. Hey, man. That's in the training room. Correct. Yeah. So, John Cena's entrance. Um, more cheers than booze, Mike? What did you think here at this point? It's 50-50. Same thing. I didn't see, I didn't see him come out. John Cena, sir. What, what was piped in? John Cena, sir. You can tell some shit was piped in. Let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. Same people say it. Same people say it. Same people say it. Yeah. Same people say it. It's all bullshit till you get there. It's I seen Santa. I didn't see Cena. I'm sorry. I just... This guy. Uh, so, James, is this the PG era at its best or what? My God, that's funny <laughs> you say something. Well, actually, that's it's at the end when I. Uh, but okay. yeah. This is a, you know, holiday thing. Keep the crowd happy. It's baby face stuff, you know, like they, they ran over Santa or they hit Santa, blah, blah, you know, like. No, they, it was Alberto Del Rio's ass. Exactly. You know what audience this is catered to and you knew this is going to be a feel good, like send the crowd home happy type shit. You know what I mean? So Adam, we we haven't talked much about Del Rio on this show and, and there's reasons because of his personal life that we haven't. But is he, uh, as a wrestler, how good is he? And is he overrated or underrated? Uh, he's he's not overrated by no means. He, I mean, and I hate his personal life got in the way of, of his, his work right. Because if you watch some of his stuff in Mexico, he's he's amazing, man. Uh, he was on Lucha Underground. He was good there. Um, I mean, he, he was, yeah, amazing wrestler. Definitely not o- o- underrated. Um, I think he was, he should have been right there with, with Cena. And, you know, I, I think he, um, he won the championship once, once or twice, didn't he? Twice. Yeah. Twice. So, uh, yeah, he, he's definitely where he needs to be. Hey, Frank. So I've played Santa, um, at, uh, my, uh, church and at my, uh, work actually this weekend. And it has a strange effect on people, adults and kids. Seeing Santa get hit by a car, what kind of effect does that have on you? Um, look, I need to be real honest here. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Why well, ask the questions, Frank? I don't look for an answer. You have to give me. I, mean, you know, I, I, I thought it was is. funny. Uh, <laughs> You're the, the devil. Whole, the whole, <laughs> the whole build to like the match. That whole in the back, and then they open the door, and and I can't remember his name now. He comes out, and you see Santa's feet 
like the whole i thought it was so it was funny well done it was it was definitely pg at its best but it was hilarious. I just Alberto thought... Del Rio's announcer crying the whole time when he's announcing yeah. him. Yeah. He didn't get a word out because he's crying. It, it, yeah. it was really, it was the whole thing. Such good shit. Dina and Del Rio were jawing in the ring. James, who are the announcers for this evening? Oh, glad you asked. It was uh, Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler. That's, a, that's some combo, huh? It, you know, Christmas. Christmas time. <laughs> I mean, the other one had Jim Ross and Michael Hayes. This one has Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler. So I think it's kind of a uh, pre-tape type, you know. Did, did y'all hear Michael Cole say, I hope I hope I get something good because I've been a good Michael Cole this year. <laughs> he, he does a good That taught me. I couldn't help it. That got me. He gets some heat, but he's good. Um, Mike, what is a, what exactly is a miracle on 34th Street match? 3-5. I thought it had something to do with Freddy Krueger, but Jesus Christ. I guess I was wrong. All right. <laughs> it's child's play, Mike. As do Chucky. Oh, it. Chucky. Cena into the stairs. Who Adam would win out of Chucky versus Freddy? No, Jesus. Freddy. Adam, should they have put a mask on Del Rio at any point? No, not at all. Well, wait, he is a luchador, though. He's too tall, too tall to be a luchador, though. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah I think he's... he's over the weight limit, too. I think he's over... The 205 thing? So you can't have a mask on if you're over a certain weight? It is it's the tradi tradition. Luchador is, is more of the smaller, quicker guys. Educational, James. You so set him up. You set him up with that question. That was a total setup. Is that why Dominic Mysterio doesn't wear a mask? Traditionally. <laughs> traditionally. The um, the mask, you know, it, it, was, it, is, it resembles a lot. And the uh, luchador, you know, and what their beliefs and everything. And uh, Dominic don't because um, what mask would he be wearing? Listen, uh, Frank, we have a lot of people at home that listen that are not wrestling fans. And sometimes I pick Adam's brain just to give everybody an idea of what uh, even a luchador is and, and what this mask means. So thank you for that, Adam. Well, I mean, I mean, it's, it's all tradition. You know, Mexico has a big tradition down there to wear – a lot of them will pass their mask down, you know, like a let's see here, like Blue Demon, Blue Demon. He he passes down to Blue Demon Junior. Uh, Doctor Wagner passes down. Uh, no maskers. I heard he wears. He is in the airports. Uh, everywhere he goes, he's always got his own. It's just a tradition, and that's why the uh, hair versus mask matches are so big because of the heritage and the beliefs that that they have in the mask. You know, it ain't just something that they wear. It, it's a part of their family lineage. So when the luchador loses their mask, that's why they don't ever put it back on. They're not supposed to put it back on. I thought it was lineage, but yeah, lineage sounds better. <laughs> I understand. Uh, no, lineage, yeah, I got yeah. Del Rio on the mic says, says it was an accident. Uh, Frank, did you think that um, Del Rio was a really good heel? I, I felt he was a better heel than he was face. When was he a face? Oh gosh, he did when face. He was a page? Yeah, that's right. Oh boy, no, he was face for a little while. Right? <laughs> he did his face whole, his whole stick was made to be heel. So I, yeah, he's I definitely a better heel for sure. Yeah, James Alex, So you like him as a heel hey. too? I he wasn't really watching about this him. time, but I, I he's a better heel. Him, yeah. 
I got a question. Hey, Frank, what are you eating? Oh, you really want to know? I'm sorry. I do. Yeah. Very I long do. work day, so I appreciate you all. Um, I am eating pizza rolls. Yeah. Oh, hell yes. I love pizza rolls. What kind? Not very, not very Mike and Necronomical. These, these are pepperoni, and yes, I'm doing the fat guy thing, and I'm dipping them in ranch sauce. That's, That's my son's go-to. You know what you do? Put ranch and hot sauce together, mix it up. It's even great. Put it, Hey, have you ever tried pizza rolls with JR seasoning? You're trying to find more ways to make me fatter, man. I'm just telling you. JR seasoning Off for sure. Me. I'll do that. I'll try it. No, I'm, I'm, try it. It's great. All right. Del Rio. What you want to do? When you cook, do you cook them in the microwave? <laughs> do you cook them in the microwave or oven? Is this your fucking oh, meat minute or what? I'm saying. What the fuck are we doing right now? It, this oh, is a bonus mic minute. Microwave or oven? Oven for sure. Okay. Well, you want to put them in there and let them kind of thaw out a little bit. Then pull them out and then put the seasoning on them and then put them back in. All right. I'm, I'm going to try this. Oh, for sure. it, makes a big, it makes a big difference. What does pull out Just mean? <laughs> That's why you got kids. Hey, El Rio. The hitting Cena <laughs> with the microphone. James, is the finish ever in doubt here to you at all? What did he say? Uh, what did he say before he hit him? It was an accident. Fucker. Right. Yeah, it was an accident. Bam, and then hit him. Yeah, I mean, he was no. Well, to answer your question, no. And I kind of alluded to that earlier. It's kind of that feel good, go home happy, holiday, you know, spirit. We all know who was winning. We just don't know how or how long the match is going to be. Well, I know this was a no DQ match, but there was a point in the beginning where it got confusing when the referee was telling yeah. Del Rio to get off the top rope. <laughs> so just want to throw that out there. That I thought the, little, the beginning was a little confusing. But did you hear that woman screaming the whole time? Yeah, she was into it. Man, she was into somebody. So Ricardo pulls the ref out of the ring to prevent a pin. Adam, was this better than a clean? So this was after a chair shot. I apologize. I missed my line there. There was a chair shot from Del Rio to Cena. And then or from. uh, I'm sorry, guys. Ah, shit. It's good shit, pal. (laughs) So there was a chair shot, but to to Del Rio, but Cena or uh, but Ricardo Rodriguez pulls the ref out of the ring. Sorry that took so long, everybody. Was this a better result, it's like that, like them just kicking out of the chair shot to have Ricardo actually pull the ref out of the ring? Yeah, because it, it, yeah, it does. It's it's better. better. Yeah, because I mean, if you got hit by a chair, are you gonna kick out at three? I think it saves the false finish in a kickout, like in the cycle. But it is John Cena. Yeah. I'm surprised you're, not a, you're, not, you're not expecting somebody to pull the referee out more or less than you are expecting them to kick up. This so, isn't something different. Cena was chasing Ricardo. James, did you think Ricardo was a good manager here? I think I, I did. Hold on. <laughs> I think he did a good job. Uh, he was doing a lot of good stuff. I did. This was a, like I said, I really wasn't watching around this era. Like I would, you know, tap in every now and again, but I think he did a lot of good shit in this match being what he needed to do like that type of thing. Now, let me tell you the the next role, he takes one for the team and the shield is attacking. uh, I want to, I want to say I'll snow somebody and here he comes and he sacrifices himself and they beat the hell out of that guy. I feel so bad for him. He took him for the team. All three show members beat the shit out of him right there before they walked out the door. Hey, and he is like, well, you know, uh, 
Santa, Santa. You know, like he's uh, he's doing his part on this match. Yeah, he, he is a wrestler, right? Yeah, I'm not he mistaken. Uh, yeah, so, he's had some training in here. So, Mike, did you like the cat and mouse in this with the with everybody chasing everybody in and out of the ring, the heels luring him in, that kind of thing? Did you think that worked here? Uh, it is what it is. I'm just. It, you know what's going to happen. Like, yeah. I mean, they, when they run around the ring and then one guy runs in the ring and the guy follows him, you know, he's going to get clothesigned or something. It is oh, heel one on one. Last week I asked you about the hot tag. You didn't have the same answer. We know what's going to happen there. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, you're, if you're a wrestling well, fan, you know what's going to happen. You, if you watch Raw and then next week you watch the next Raw, it's going to be the, you know, you know it's, what's going to happen. It's heel one on one. Hey, yeah. to Mike's defense, like, Let's remember this is like heavily gimmick. It's a Hollywood thing, or not Hollywood. It's Christmas. Like, like let's you know. I, I'm not gonna well, defend Mike. Mike thought the freaking three stages of hell match or whatever the hell that freaking cage <laughs> match was that we saw two weeks ago was good. He said, "I, I do. I loved it. It's something like I that. do. I don't want to hear his. I think I think we should. Well, have this one's one. meant to be cheesy. This match one. is meant to be cheesy. Right. But how many times have you seen? That little go around thing where the heel runs in and the baby face runs in after him. How many times did the baby face get over on that one? As often and as this I see is gimmick tag. heavy, too. As often as I see a hot tag. Del Rio <laughs> opens the present. Hey, Brad. Brad, it's, fuck a, you, Brad. it's a pumpkin pie. <laughs> it's Ricardo Rodriguez. Frank, is this exactly what you expect from a Christmas Eve match? Uh, every bit of it. Um, Every I was why they have the Christmas trees wrapped around the post, and they I mean, this it was exactly what to expect, and it was, um, in some areas predictable. Um, hey, what you need to finish? Would you rather have a Christmas tree or advertisement on the post? No, and this I know I think the Christmas tree fit, I think a mirror works well. Thank you, yeah, Slim Jim. Cena back on the offense, doing his moves. Del Rio and Cena out of the ring. Adam, do you have a spe- do you have a favorite Del Rio match? Uh, he honestly anybody he worked with. I mean, he he was one of those guys that could just give you a good match anytime they were with somebody. I mean, you can't just pick just one. I can't. I can't either. No, he, he's favorite, just good. My favorite one is the one where he loses to Dolph Ziggler and the Money in the Bank. Hey, oh yeah. <laughs> And that was when he was a baby face and he didn't get and who got all the cheers on that one? The heel cashing it in. Cena opens the present right. and it is a TV monitor, just what everybody wants for Christmas. Then we have a commercial. <laughs> that was the old time TV monitor. It sure is. This is a commercial <laughs> break recap. The Rio takes control. The Rio opens the gift and looks upset. Cena is just watching. No, no, no. Come on, man. You gotta sell it better than that. Fucking yeah, what's his yeah, name's going ape shit over it. Uh, his his plus the his dude whatever Ricardo his name was. Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah, and he's like uh, bazooka, bazooka, bazooka. You know, it is a John ass box too. Yeah, come on, Brad, tell the story, man. You know what? I'm gonna add something that you didn't even think of. It's gonna be very special. It's a teddy bear. He throws it at Cena. At Mike, did this make you laugh? First off, did this make you laugh? Oh. Of course. <clears throat> Wish it would have knocked Cena out, but... Well, here's the thing. Do you, th- you think Shawn Michaels would have sold it? Damn right he would have. Hell yeah. He would have done three flips in the background. Here. He would have flew off a stage went. onto a fucking, you know, landing pad. He would have went... On the other side. 
if, if Shawn Michaels got hit with it, he would have went in the ring and then over the top rope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's... Well, the thing about this, like, I, I thought it was cool because he's like, bazooka, bazooka, bazooka. And then Del Rio opens the box, like, looks pissed. Like, this is the cheesy bullshit. But, hey, man, it's Christmas, man. It's it Christmas was my favorite match. part of the whole match. And then he and then turns to Cena and throws it at Cena. You know, because in reality, Cena could have beat his ass the whole time because he had his back to him for it's just, but it really popped me. So, Brad, to answer your question, to answer your question, bounces off his chest and he goes, Are we really doing this? Del Rio and CM Punk had two or three good matches. So, if you want to watch a good Del Rio match, him and Punk. Cena on the offense, wreath over Rodriguez, present over Rodriguez. Cole is really laughing out loud here. Cole, Michael Cole, he can't contain himself. Adam, as a as a wrestling purist, I, I mean, are you enjoying this? Are you not enjoying this? What is it? I think you're you're allowed uh, a substitution here, like Christmas. I think it's okay. Um, you don't want to do it, you know, like um, like April twelfth or whatever, just some random date. I mean, Christmas and having fun with it and getting the crowd into it—that's fine. Yeah. Right. Now, if, it, if it's meant to be, if it's like, if it's like, you know, you can definitely tell, hey, this is going to be just a funny, fun gimmick match, then yeah, we're good with it. So, what was that, James? Well, uh, you know, speaking of the crowd stuff, I did like, uh, it's around this time in the match where when Cena was walking up that ramp, and uh, you hear uh, the dueling chants, you know, let's go Cena, Cena sucks. It's like a, it's a Christmas match, like, you know, definitely angled at like, uh, you know, children, like, you know, it's Christmas, children, like, you know, young, young kids, like, probably less than 10. What and was it's the show funny. It's, it's a Christmas match, and it's, let's go, Cena, Cena sucks. And that's supposed to be, like, your hero of Christmas, and then half the crowd's cheering, Cena sucks. Well, let's let's go a funny. step further with that. Let's go a step what further. What was this show at, though? What, what was this at? This was... At the PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. There we go, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania. So the have, hardest crowd you can go against. So you have to use the tree chants, James. Use the tree. Use the tree. Now, do you yeah. think that that was? Do you think that they were told to say that, or do you think they just said it? You think that was organic, or do you think they it was on a monitor? Because that is that was really something. Organic. Yeah, I was about to say, how do you just put it on a monitor and people just start changing? If he happened to stand up, I think they were told to say it. By who? I think if they have, it was, it was a monitor the whole time. Chant, use the tree. Yeah. Like that makes no sense. No, it makes complete if, sense. If they put on the speakers, Cena's looking around for a box. And yeah, then he hears it and was like, Whoa. if he, he wouldn't have been it. looking around for a present, they wouldn't have done it. But since he was just looking around, looking around, hell, use the tree. Use the tree. Yeah, because uh, I want to say, homeboy Ricardo or whatever. May have unplugged it because if you notice, Cena starts to go off and the cord kind of gets toyed, which it may have unplugged on its own. But you got to remember, those are probably all plugged in together. Yeah. So when he starts yeah. running off of the tree, somebody has to make sure it doesn't fuck everything else up. So I don't know if it was, I kind of think that was ad lib like by the crowd. So Cena with the tree. Frank, how many uh, wrestling ornaments do you have? Oh, that's a loaded question, man. Um, not really. Well, <laughs> That's gold, Brad. That's a good question. Well, hold on a second. R really, I have, I bought so many when when WCW was hot. I have the an entire collection of NWO black and white and red. That's and enough white. for two Christmas trees. Yeah. Um, 
I'm looking at my WWE championship belt ornament right now. Um, I asked the right guy. I knew it. Yeah, when you asked um, it, I was like, "Oh yeah." I had Nin- I have Ninja Turtle ornaments. So I-, <laughs> I have a DX. I have a DX ornament. I have, um, like literally. I have Ninja Turtle underwear. They were <laughs> borrows his sons. Um, <laughs> I would say I have a couple saves hundred, on laundry. A couple hundred of them. A couple hundred. Oh, maybe that's and maybe that's I why I have the Hey, I have the entire Firefly Funhouse. How many Funko Pops do you have, Frank? Um, I have a lot, uh, <laughs> which I'm hoping to expand on when I go Hey, home. can you pull what? a Sorensen and show us every single one of them? And how many have you bought for other people? Um, I actually just sent two to somebody very special to me today. Awesome. Um, but I've bought, a, I've probably bought 10 or so for other people. Awesome. So see well, installations hit- in Rhode Island. Cena hits Del Rio with the tree. Cena opens the bowling ball gift. Mike, this bowling ball shot had to hurt, right? Or would it miss you completely? Oh, it would have missed me completely. <laughs> That's for damn sure. I'd been all right. Those Ninja Turtles will protect him. That is That's such right. a badass way to ask that question. <laughs> Cena another gift. Fire extinguisher. Del Rio and Cena back in the ring. That is awesome. Cena teasing oh, Did you hear Michael call what he said? Oh, the old fire, the old fire singles through under the tree. Yeah. Yeah. I do kind of think it hit Del Rio because his face, like, ow, <laughs> like real loud. So I think it kind of. He was pretty close to Cena teasing the extinguisher and Del Rio pleading because you know how much a fire extinguisher hurts. Cena that shit burns. Yeah, yeah, get out of here. Get In real st- life, that shit burns you, but on the WWE, it's probably. I've been extinguished. It was. It wasn't that bad. Oh Jesus! Yeah, have the right one. Extinguishes Del Rio. James, what was going on with the crowd here, though? At this extinguisher moment, what did you think? You know what's funny is uh, you hear a bunch – because here I am, like, a viewer at home, and I'm kind of popping for this Christmas shit, man. I ain't going to lie. Like, I really am. I'm into it. Like, I get it. And I'm like a kid again, you know. Nostalgia has a lot to do with the wrestling. And during this match, I was like, man, like, they knew who they were catering to. And uh, as a child, you know, like, your inner child's like, oh, this is badass. You know, they're uh, (laughs) – You know, blowing the uh, bullshit everywhere. Uh, what was your question? I'm sorry. I got one. This point of this just went like this with your hand and said, blowing the bullshit everywhere. <laughs> Spraying white out. Oh, well, what was it <laughs> well, say them being in, in Philadelphia. Or was no, it no. they were in Pittsburgh. Okay. Them being in Pittsburgh. I hate is a good crowd. Them being in Pittsburgh and you see the fire extinguisher, uh, the crowd sees the white stuff. And all of a sudden, everybody starts grabbing their straw. Uh, oh. Oh, that's a good yeah, joke. That's exactly right. What the fuck? Right. Hey, it's snowing <laughs> in Pittsburgh, baby. Snowing in Pittsburgh. <sighs> so, Adam, actually, going back to you, Ricardo puts a sleeper on Cena that looks pretty good. Uh, I thought it was pretty good considering it's John Cena and a manager. He did he fall asleep? How much re- has anybody ever really in the last 15 yes. years? The sleeper? Yes. How many times? Yes. What the fuck? If right. it's done right, you can you can make a little sleep. So, uh, oh yeah. Wow. How much wrestling has Ricardo done? Uh, I mean, he's not a world renowned performer, but I mean, he he's comfortable enough to be in there to have a match. Good. Hey, I can get bets out here, and I, we can do a sleeper and see how long it takes. That That's sleeper not... looked better than a lot of the <laughs> regular orders. Sleeper. So no. hey, hey, everybody, good crop that out. <laughs> Christmas music. We have the Christmas music. Yes. 
Santa is back. It's Santa Foley. Uh, uh, Santa yeah. We don't know that yet. <laughs> He's walking. It's Ricardo with the bag. And it's Mick Foley. That's the only Santa Claus that walks sideways. Rick giving oh, Socko to Del Rio. <laughs> into the AA from Cena. No, One. man, come on, Brad. You were walking around. This is the biggest part of the match, bro. Santa oh, comes out. Everybody yeah. in the crowd pops, man. Oh, this is God. Hey, is it my, your show? Uh, my notes. I legit popped when Santa Foley came, or, you know, when Santa came out. This is badass. I was yelling. Christmas, bro. I was yelling. It's the same today. Our fearless leader, John Cena, is getting, uh, you know, beat down. So our, uh, you know, Santa comes back. Oh, my God. I thought he was dead in the, uh, you know, but the spirit of Christmas had his feet tapping each other before the match. You knew Santa was up to something, man. That's a... That's the Christmas spirit of, uh, you know, the boys and girls and everybody around the world bringing Santa back. And then he goes back in to save uh, you know, our dude. Bam, he bashes a homeboy over the head with the bag of other uh, shits. He uh, he gets the, uh, what is it, the, uh, you know, Mr. Stocking. And then, you know, Stocking made him a closet, dude. Come on, man, it's Christmas. Santa because... came in and saved the day, man, it's Christmas. You know what? And I'll tell you what. And then they um, into the AA for the one, two, three. What's really special about this? Yes. Fuck yes. Hey, what's really special about this snow. is that love it is Mick Foley. Mick Foley, who loves Christmas, who loves Disney, who loves Christmas, who was in our last match, was just so bothered by wrestling Santa Claus. Believably. Getting, uh, getting his ass beat by Santa. Then he converted to Santa Clausism. He um, actually has a Santa Christmas room in his house. He does. If he you does Santa every year. Like, it's a big, big yeah. thing to him. It is important to him. And he said that in the Christmas story, no Santa would act like that. I just heard that on his podcast. So he, it is. And then uh, him and uh, John Cena hugging it out. And I'm going to tell you right now, I, I freaking love this. I love this match. I love I, this. Man, I'm telling you, dude. Uh, I was, was uh, the whole match. Like, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It, you love it for what it is. You love it for a, a, a movie that's not going to win an Academy Award, but just a lot of fun and puts you in the mood. And this is what uh, I was going to mention at the beginning, but I saved it. So, uh, you know, a- after the finish and all that stuff, you know, and uh, John Cena raises Santa's hand and everything, uh, you hear Jerry Lawler say, Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. <laughs> and as they go off air, you see uh, Santa and Cena hug. And, uh, you know, Lawler says that line right as they're hugging. And then they uh, put the credits up or, you know, the little whatever. And go off air, and I was like, "That's the most PG era shit of all time." It's John PG, Cena, man. you're your PG boy, hugging Santa, and then you know, like, "Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night." Like that's the crescendo of fucking PG era. You know what though, James? It's okay though to me on Christmas Eve, even if it wasn't a PG era, because it's just that night. It's Christmas Eve. If you're actually yeah, yeah. watching it on Christmas Eve, you need something like this. I think. Mm-hmm. I actually love this cheesy Christmas shit. <laughs> it's actually one line of mine. I did, man. I was pop. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, loved it. Hey, it kind of threw me off that pumpkin pie was out there because I think that'd be like something the Rock would want. He loves pie. <laughs> I knew you. So I got a question here from Amy and from Zol, and I'm going to combine them. Okay. So Amy said, also, do you guys have any family Christmas traditions? I buy matching pajamas for my kids to wear Christmas Eve night and take a picture of them coming down in the hallway Christmas Day on their way to see Santa brought them. My kids are 21 and 13. And Zol wrote, uh, favorite Christmas holiday traditions. Mine is uh, tracking Santa on the NORAD app. Both things are great. Um, I'm going to turn my uh, bad guy off of Amy for the uh, rest of this episode because it is Christmas and we should all be in the Christmas spirit. So, 
Anyway, guys, uh, she wants to know, and he wants to know, what your favorite holiday traditions are. James, I think you got into it a little bit. Yeah, it's a wonderful life. And then uh, usually me handing out the Christmas presents to, like, everybody. Very nice. Anything, when, the, um, when the kids were younger, I, I enjoyed Elf on the Shelf. Yeah. Yeah, those were good times. Yeah. Mike, any traditions? Usually we just, um, no, we're do Christmas Eve. They just do, hide uh, beers around the house and go beer hunting. And then make the kids um, go find the beers and then bring them back. <laughs> you know, like, no, hey, time no, to go well, hunt for another maybe. beer. Daddy's getting low. Go find one, kids. <laughs> Holy Lord. shit. What the fuck? No, we do uh, gingerbread houses like Christmas Eve. We'll make, um, we don't make cookies, but we'll do um, cinnamon rolls for Santa. Because, you know, you only get, you get tired of cookies every now and then. You got to have something. Especially when you get them free at Walmart. Yeah, especially. Yeah. And then uh, watch a Christmas movie. And go to bed, and hopefully they don't wake up. You, you said a Christmas movie. What? Which Christmas movie? If you say Die hey, Hard, you're canceled. No, one. What? It might be Rudolph. Might be Frosty. It's something. Frank, anything for you? A real yeah, Christmas so movie. This is gonna sound odd, and it's something I've adopted over the last, you know, since I got divorced, actually. But um, Christmas Eve, I take a half a day from work, and I know this is. Y'all are going to probably think I'm crazy because this isn't really a Christmas trilogy, but I love on Christmas Eve watching the Back to the Future trilogy. And then I go to my godfather's house to have Christmas dinner with the family or Christmas Eve dinner. Yeah, I watch the godfather. And, you know, you're you're going like this, but you we, said he oh, I have a god. Well, he actually he it's his it's my aunt now. My godfather passed away, but well, um, I'm not gonna get involved with the fam, you know. I ain't got the gabagool. Gabagool, you know. I want the guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. So that's <laughs> kind of, and then Christmas morning, I go over to my um, daughter's, where my daughter lives, and I bring them cocoa, and we open gifts. It's it's wonderful. So it me, is a wonderful life. None of you yes. assholes have said that. I can't believe you guys hate that movie. So you guys bear with me here for a second. Like uh, oh. when I was when I was a kid, um, Christmas Eve was a really big deal in my house. And we would go to church at 4.30 mass, and then we would go to my aunt's house. My aunt and uncle, my great aunt and uncle, actually, who did not have children, we would go there, and they actually bought three or four gifts for each one of their great nieces and nephews. There were six of us. And it was a really nice night in front of the big fire, and it was really like uh, something special and from two very generous people that I lost in the last year. Um, as I got older, you know, I moved here to Philadelphia without having any family. Uh, married my, uh, I got married, ex-wife, and you know, we, you know, we started our own traditions. In 2008, getting divorced from her, and then not having your children on Christmas Eve, is something I can't explain. Uh, things uh, are better now, of course. You know, I'm remarried. 2016, remarried. Met my wife in 2012. You had to start new traditions and just a lot of changes. So, uh, things changed over the years, but we have our own traditions now. Uh, very happy where I'm at long road to get there so christmas isn't always the happiest day but we have we have come a long way yeah i remember not having my kids for like for a for a halloween for one halloween and i freaking lost it so i can't imagine a christmas yeah i will i will second brad because i i you know i'm going home for christmas but callie is not typically since I've been divorced, not typically with me on Christmas Eve. And then I see her Christmas morning, but she goes and does her own thing with her mom. And I see her later on. It's not, the, it's not the same, 
um so that's kind of where like the watching the back to the future trilogy and i would wrap gifts and and while i'm doing that and um creating your own traditions is is is, is something that's important and it, honestly brad I, I i guarantee you probably that was probably part of the healing process for you i know some of those things for sure most definitely yeah. i i tell you one thing that i do with um my son william's mom because she lives out of state so she lives like six seven hours away what we do is each year we switch. So one year she has them for Thanksgiving and I have for Christmas. And then the following year I'll have them for Thanksgiving and she has them for Christmas. So, my so that way it's not, you know, I have them throughout the school year. She has them throughout the summer. So, and it got to a point where, Hey, you were getting them for Christmas. You were in for Thanksgiving, you know, it wasn't fair. She had all the holidays. So now we switch everything and, it helps out a lot doing it that way. Mm. So, you know, actually yeah. now, I mean, I spend, uh, I spend them alone, I guess, ever since I moved to Florida, not alone, but you know what I'm saying? Like here, watching football, watching bowl games, you know, probably listen to AFS, probably playing PlayStation. But uh, ever since I moved to Florida, well, except for one, I spent it on a plane flying back, uh, you know, to the passing of a grandfather. But yeah, since I moved here, I've spent them alone, I guess. Not alone. Well, drive your ass to Alabama then, Bubba. Man, no, nah, yeah, right? Because I got to work the next day. But uh, I mean, you know, like it's not sad and depressing, but it is. It is what it is. It's just of course, different. My family does that. Pass the phone shit. So well, don't yeah, worry, I, I'm there. <laughs> I'm just not there. Y'all more welcome. Come by anytime. Because it's funny. Well, this is gonna sound negative, but it's really not. But the pass the phone thing does kind of get a little repetitive. Like, hey, James, I've talked to you. Well, how you doing? Good. What are you doing now? Doing this. Doing this. Oh, it's good to talk to you. Bam, they passed by someone else. Hey, James, haven't seen you in a while. How you doing? Good. <laughs> yeah. And when they play pass the phone, it's the same questions all the time. I heard you got this podcast. Like, it's probably what it's going to be this year. But, yeah, it's, the pass the phone is the same answers like 20 times in a row. But, you know, uh, depending on when Dallas plays, that's the uh, Christmas. Yeah, 4.30 Christmas Eve. <laughs> I know oh, yeah. what I'll be doing right that night. Brad, what you gonna be doing that game? I'm going. I'm gonna. I'm going to church. I'm actually Santa Claus at church. Look at you. So I will not yeah. be watching at least half. Look of at you, man. You always have that good way. It's just like, oh, you're like outstanding citizen. Like I, uh, you know, philanthropy. Just, I, I mean, stuff, I, I am sorry, know? but Christmas Eve at four thirty is just not the time for football for me. But I understand why it is. For well, y'all have never been good, you know. So I get it. So. <laughs> But anyway, so what we do now is with the kids, we have, you know, um, I have my stepdaughter, my, my daughter and my son. We'll have them Christmas Eve into Christmas morning. We lose them about what 12 o'clock. Then my wife and I go to the movies every year and go have hibachi every year after that. And it's not bad. Not bad at all. New traditions. Not how I was raised in any way, but I'll take it. So anyway, uh, Amy, great question. Uh, Zol, great question. Uh, you know, every- Hey, shout out Zol, you know. Shout out for sure. You'll be all right, brother. I like you the NORAD right. thing, too. Very cool. Yeah, I, I hope those pickup yeah. lines have been you out, brother. <clears throat> Although Christmas is a holiday, man, just uh, some people who are experiencing, uh, you know, difficulties with the uh, post-relationship stuff and children and everything, it is just another day. Like, it is Christmas. I get you and all that sad stuff. Always remember, though, it is just another day, you know? It is just another day. Like, don't get, don't get depressed because you didn't have that one day. That's all I'm getting at. You're it right. is sad, yes, but, you know, come on. So, anyway, thanks for the questions. Uh, back to you, James. Hell, yeah. 
Well, it looks like match and character breakdown. So, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if that's all the questions we have, then I guess it's time to, uh, you know, get jolly with uh, uh, the hottest segment in wrestling podcast. It is, you know it, we know it. Waka, waka, waka. Yeah. What you got for us, you know? Let me, let me talk to you. Frank's face yeah. is priceless. He's like, that's what we're talking talk about. Talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> let me talk to you. All of them. Yeah. Uh, so I, I decided to change it up a little bit. I'm going to go 10 Christmas-themed dad jokes. And then after I wrote them 10, I found one more. So it's just 10 plus one. Uh, Wait, bonus, did you get the one I sent you? That's for next Christmas, Mike. Wait, your turn. Uh, okay. <laughs> so I'm I'm always on the list. You just made the list. You know what? You're taking off. Oh <laughs> uh-huh. Any day. So, so I got ten. I got ten Christmas themed dad jokes, and then underneath that says. Plus one extra that I just couldn't leave out. We got so, it. <laughs> what what did the wise men say after they offered up their gifts of gold and frankincense? Myrrh. Wait, there's myrrh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, what what does Santa suffer from if he gets stuck in a chimney? Obesity. Claws trophobia. Ah. Claws trophobia. So, Philly, Philly heel over here. Jeez. What do snowmen eat for dessert? I missed it. Sorry. So what? What do snowmen eat for dessert? Ice Krispies. <laughs> I thought ice. I didn't know what was going to go with it. <laughs> I try to swap them up, you know, like I don't want to do like 10 Santa jokes. What do or... meth heads eat for Christmas? Oh, man. Oh, Lighters and spoons. Ice Krispies. Lighters, spoons, tinfoil. Oh, sorry. I Rusty got that list. <laughs> that list is in another book. Uh, so, um, what do you call an elf that runs away from Santa's workshop? Don't rape me. I run away out. Oh, a rebel without a clause. Ah. Because he's a rebel because he ran away, Brad. He's and he's without Santa Claus. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was thinking rebel as in rebel. Like, right? Hashtag I'm Tony thinking Khan. about the boobs. Shout out. We need a yeah, shout out rebel. We need more of her on uh, TV. And if you're listening to this, you know, it wouldn't help on Twitter to tag Tony Khan saying that you need more Rebel on TV. That being said, go, sorry. But his name more Rebel anywhere we can get her. You're damn right. All right, so uh, what reindeer game do the reindeer play at sleepovers? Hide my nose. Truth or dear? <laughs> oh, my God. Man, I think it's there, too hard. There it is. Too hard. You ended yeah. on, that was the plus one? No, I'll do I'll do the first one just a second. Right. I was about to say, God, don't need it on that one. What's every elf's favorite type of music? What's Christmas. That? Rap music. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> W-R-A-P, rap music. 
Speaking of that, don't forget Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC. Good, uh, good Christmas song. Uh, here, here's your good one, James. What Thank does God. Rudolph want for Christmas? New friends? Oh, a pony sleigh station. Oh, my God. Ah. Wow, that was horrible. Nice. <laughs> hey, Rudolph, you know so bright. You swapped the two letters, Sony PlayStation, pony sleigh station. I get it. Gosh. <laughs> Freaking Ebenezer, damn. Ebenezer Richard. funny how they treat Rudolph like shit the whole time. Ebenezer Richards. Like, hey, you down to, you down to lead the sleigh safe? Freaking man. Richard Scrooge. You know, with you assholes, Richard Scrooge. Me the whole time. <laughs> uh, so what's the difference between the Christmas alphabet and the regular alphabet? The balls. No, the Christmas alphabet has no oil. Good. That was good. The oh, angel did say. Shout out Mick Foley. <laughs> Roll tight on her. So, uh, I think what? I should look like him. I forgot what number uh, I want. He agrees. He agrees. <laughs> I didn't number these. I should have numbered them. Uh, what did the gingerbread man put on his bed? Racing. A cookie sheet. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, we're not Funny. up to 10 yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is number 10, fucking Scrooge. My goodness. All right, so <laughs> what did the Christmas tree do after its bank, after its bank closed? It started his own branch. Oh! <laughs> really? I think we should have 12. Hey, so you know, the, uh, 12 days so was that the bonus hey, one? Hey, here's the bonus one right here. Here's the bonus. What month does a Christmas tree hate the most? December, because they get slaughtered. September! <laughs> I couldn't leave that off. No, no, believe you me, Tyler that edited great. that shit up. <laughs> yeah. Because he's on no, Christmas break, great. fucking asshole. That was my Christmas 10 plus one. I loved it. I thought that was the best thing we've great. ever done of all time. Waka, waka, waka. Don't you agree, Brad, or are you uh, deserted by yourself on that? Field? All right, so this is what we're doing here. We're going to <laughs> What an ass. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to Scrooge. And we're going to do Christmas movies that aren't Christmas movies that take, that take place at Christmas but didn't come out at Christmas. And if Got everybody it? can give the longest answers of all time, Grab would greatly, uh, greatly appreciate this. Die hard. So, the five the... movies you have the option of taking to the deserted island are that are not Christmas movies because they did not come out at Christmas. They're just taking place at Christmas. Mm. Gremlins. Die Hard, James. Never seen Mean it. Girls. Lethal Weapon or Trading Places. Devin, oh wait, Frank. <laughs> Devin would take Mean Girls. Want to get that joke in there? To, I'm good. Look, I, I honestly. Erica told me, uh, you know, I'm going Gremlins because I don't really, I've never seen the rest. What the fuck? You've yeah, never seen it. Die Hard. I've never, never seen, seen Die Hard. Never seen Lethal Weapon. Nope. Nope. You've never seen Mean Girls. No. Oh, come cool. on, yeah. You should pay four ninety nine for that tonight. I've seen Mean Girls like nine times. Yeah, yeah, no, hey, Frank, yeah. there's been a uh, rumbling of a uh, 
diehard watch along because I posted it. I've never seen it. And everybody's like, that's bullshit type of thing. I ain't seen it either. There, there could be, uh, you know, if you got time within your trilogy, trilogy stuff, could be a diehard <laughs> watch along. First of all, Dan, uh, I'm so tired when I get home at night when you were like, let's go, let's go. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like around the Christmas time. Well, honestly, I'll be there. Because you're I'll talking be- about you're watching three movies and three movies. Why not make it a diehard watch along Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Quit watching that nerdy shit. Nerdy Adam, shit. Do you have any uh, choice here in the matter? Oh, yeah, Grab- Lethal Weapon, 100%. Very good choice, Adam. I'm too old for this. Mel, Mel Gibson, yeah. Handsome motherfucker. Danny Glover, yeah. Even better. Reds. And the "It's Always Sunny" stuff that they do with the uh, the lethal weapons or Don't whatever they Gary call Busey. it. The the one with Danny Glover's on the toilet, and they got the bomb, and he can't move. Fucking my all time favorite. Lethal Weapon Two, yep. unbelievable. Or is that one? I don't even. Undergone is my favorite. Uh, Mike, did you Google all these yet? I don't have to Google. I am going with Mean Girls because I'm a stone. Because Devin ain't here? Yeah. Like, no. So we have three different Woo-hoo. answers so far. We have Gremlins, we have uh, Lethal Weapon, and we have Mean Girls. James, do you need a repeat of the uh, of the options? Well, not those two, uh, or not those three, but uh, what are the other ones? So Gremlins, Die Hard, Mean Girls, Lethal Weapon, and Trading Places. Yeah, I knew exactly what I was picking when you said it. I just wanted to hear you repeat it. Trading places? Are you kidding me? Trading places. Like, out of that list, obviously. Trading places, man. It's a guy who's, like, you know, homeless, down on his luck like a bum. <laughs> and then he flip-flops with, uh, you know, Dan Aykroyd. He's, like, a highfalutin and all that stuff. Are you – I'd trade places with anyone right now. Hell, Steve Ballmer, holla at your boy. Let's, uh, let's trade places one time. But no. How about shout out to Jamie Lee Curtis too? Hey. Topless. Yeah, back. In oh, I'm gonna go day. watch that. <laughs> yeah, topless. I'm telling you, Jamie Lee Curtis was a smoke show, man. There's a lot yeah. of movies she was in, and she did a lot of uh, provocative scenes, and you're just like, that, but that, our generation really knows Jamie Lee Curtis is like an older-ish woman. Boy, you look back in that day, like okay, she is a okay. prostitute in that, Frank. But not really. I totally forgot Eddie Murphy was in that movie too. Dan Aykroyd. You totally Murphy. forgot Eddie Murphy was in Trading Places. Oh, I wasn't. I was thinking of something different. I was thinking of Freaky He's Friday. The main character, him Freaky Aykroyd. Friday's good too, man. Freaky Friday's real good. <laughs> anyway, I, this ain't the movie I was thinking of. Damn it! You're talking about boobies, one of the be- one of the one of the older actresses that I just love to see topless is Jodie Foster. Oh. Calaris. All right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, in so the uh, the Inside Man that movie. Fuck yeah. So I'm gonna go with uh, Gremlins because I I do love that movie. But, That's uh, a great movie. But I do love it. I love the whole the whole places. And Mr. I do listen. Brad, I, love them all, I picked them. I picked them. I love them all. But what are you not supposed to do, Brad? Hmm? What are you not? You don't, all right. So you don't get them wet. You do. <laughs> They need no just keep them out of the light and sunlight could kill them. And whatever editing you do, that out, definitely editing that out. Whatever you do, you never feed them out. Yeah. There you go. All right. So Why I have no female ever had a gremlin. <laughs> so I got um no got no these. no I want to hear this. Why? Because you can't get them wet. Oh wow. That's right. Is that why they, 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 
I'm editing my thing out, probably putting the watermark over what I did on camera, but keeping that part in. So I got five more hmm. movies. These are movies that are on during the holiday season that are not Christmas movies at all, but they're always on during the holiday season. We have Jurassic Park, the original. We have Rocky IV, Harry Potter, the original, Wizard of Oz, and Frozen. Frank, which Harry one are you taking with you to the deserted island? Harry Potter. Okay. Never seen it. What? Not not to Adam, to Frank. I've never seen Harry Potter either. Sorry. None of Harry them. Potter is a cult. There's a thing, man. I love Harry Potter. I love every <laughs> single one of them. It ain't my thing, but it's a lot of people's thing. My daughter loves it. Speaking well, of, of course that, she does. She's a child. <laughs> um, Adam, take it away. Ugh. You need the movies again? Yep. Jurassic Park. <laughs> Rocky Four. Rocky Four. That's it. Rocky Four. You damn yeah. right it is. Good job. Yeah. So that's you too, James. Rocky uh, Four. I don't know. You have to. Get I me. must break you. All right, fine, Mike. Jurassic Park. Rocky. I'm Ford. going with Harry Potter. <laughs> My man. God Almighty. I love it. I love it because some people were so against it, some people were so for it. Mm. All right, James. All right. What are the uh, movies again? Jurassic Park. Rocky Four. Awesome soundtrack. Harry Potter, Wizard of Oz, and Frozen. Jurassic Park has a very awesome soundtrack. I just wanted everybody to really listen to the uh, movie choices they gave us. Definitely, hey, I love Frank and Mike. You know, th those answers are pretty outlandish. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you listen, if you name those movies Mickey five Dice, in a row, baby. you can already knock out three of them. I mean, let's be real here. What the fuck is going on here? Granted, like if I were to sleep good on the island, I'd take Harry Potter. It's going to repeat a thousand times. So I probably would like something if I were to see it on repeat a thousand times. Because I know parents of children that love all these children's movies. It really comes down to, I mean, it's Rocky Four all day. What are we talking about here? Yvonne Drago, Rocky's on the O, like he's a, I mean, kill, he killed goddamn Apollo Creed. And then, I must like, you break you. And then he's in their their home field he's a big time visitor especially in this 80s stuff and then uh he kind of brings everybody together i think he rocky turns the russian crowd face we can we can go into this but rocky four into the cold war because he says on the microphone and if i could change and you could change then we all can change and he's beat the shit you know like i mean it's got what are we doing with harry potter i mean 1986 it's a You're boy right, wizard. Now, I like Harry Potter. How's it going? That a boy. All right, Indiana so Bones in the Temple of Poon. So I, I, I loved Jurassic Park. Um, I've never been awesome into the soundtrack Harry... on Jurassic Park too. I've never been into the Harry Potter movies. Wizard of Oz is a sentimental favorite for me, just because of uh, growing up with it and watching it once a year with my family. True. Frozen, my dark daughter. Dark side of the dark side of the too, you know. Dark know, side of the moon. I try to keep that out of it though. Well, no, keep... Dark Side of the Moon with the uh, fucking... No, I know. Uh, I know. Play it later on with it. Yeah, bro. That's my Devin take of the week right there. Bro, if Frozen. you play them at the same time, they line up. Bro. Bro. Frozen was, uh, you know, introduced to me a couple years ago by my daughters. And you know what? There's no way anybody can't like it. However. Let it go. As far... <laughs> Let it go. As far as... Uh, my pick is Rocky Four. And listen, I live in Philadelphia. However, I'm not from Philadelphia. This was a favorite of mine long before I got here. But being here now, 
It is the only choice. It's a badass movie, man. It's we have one of a those... statue in our city of a fake boxer. I mean, if I had to pick a Disney cartoon, it wouldn't even be Frozen. It would be like, Frozen. or something. Have you seen that? Frozen? was a pun. Adam Adam hit one below the, you know. Walt Disney uh, did some thing called Frozen. Is that because you can do Google Walt Disney Frozen and it brings up something else besides, uh, you know. Yeah. Hey, anyway, let's keep it pure. We're, uh, we're, in our, we're in our Christmas episode. Fox and the Hound. Wait a minute. Fox, I'll probably take Fox and the Hound. Thanks for playing, everyone. You're welcome, Brad. I want to tell you that I, I was able to the, I was able to get the format because you sent it to me at eight twelve, uh, and then I had to request to get access to the Google Drive. Yeah, so no, I one ever, no one else ever needed that. But go ahead. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have Devin. Devin's demographic is next, but he's not here. Greg. Frank, you got a demographic? Know. What you got? Have we mentioned TV show heavy one? Because Devin likes to talk about like oh, Sammy Gavaro with or the Sammy Gavaro. Hey, everybody, Sammy Gavaro, the greatest match of all time. We could do Frank's fan favorite. Let's let's talk about Sammy Gavaro. I was going to. I am blocked from Twitter from Sammy Gavaro. Why don't we call it Frank's Facts, and I'll give you three facts about me. Oh, Ooh, that works. Uh, first fact, I don't like the Rocky movies. What a bunch of I hate, brother. Can I have control of the right Zoom there. call, please? He's going he's gonna to kick me I'll out. I'll put you in timeout. Uh, second fact, um, I'm divorced twice. And third fact, I hate New Orleans. Now, are these made up things? And I know you hate the dirty, dirty. They're true. Only one. No, all three true. Divorced twice. All three of them. Are true. All three are true. <laughs> all three are true. The Rocky thing. So hey, I get Brad constant shit about Philly because I mean, let's be real here. No one is. But Rocky one, amazing. Yeah. Rocky two, pretty good. Rocky three, Clubber <laughs> Lang, I believe was that one. Yeah. Well, it's all about the story, man. Like that Rocky, man. Rocky's one of us. You know what I'm saying? He's one of us that made it. You can't, and then Mick is like, "Hey, you gotta fucking get," you know, like, <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, man, that's the motivational shit. Come here, come here. I'm Mick. one of those like motivate, you know, like I'm at the, you know, not at it. This is gonna sound depressing, but when you're uh, at a different echelon, I'll put it that way. If you're at a lower echelon, trying to break through the top echelon, and these motherfuckers are gonna look you down, you know, like Rocky's a motivational thing, man. Like, Granted, I'm just gonna watch Harry Potter one through Tommy Gun. Not a fan. No, I guess question. It ain't the good one. Probably jump the shark. Can I ask a serious question? So good to me, Frank. Go ahead, Lance Storm. Is there anything you like about New Orleans? Anything you say you hate it, but is there anything at all you like? You're living there now, so um, he likes the voodoo. He likes the voodoo stories. I will say, I do like the history of it. But right okay. now, the culture, uh, the infrastructure, the overall uh, behavior of, of people, it's yeah. less to be desired. Frank, but he's got it, a new job and now he more, lives in the ghetto. I don't, I don't know exactly where you're at, but is it, is it more tourist there or is it? No, oh, definitely, definitely in French Quarter where I am mm-hmm. in the general touristy spot. Yeah, there's tourists everywhere. Um, but the outskirts are very run down. They don't take care. Like, I mean, 
in the ghetto. Yes, in the ghetto. Uh, they, right. for instance, I mean, there's one street that leads to the French Quarter, and it had a pothole that would have destroyed your car had you not gone like four months, like less. I had to slow down almost to a complete stop to dip into it, but then to get out of it. And it took them a month to fix that. Right. Well, I mean, I, I spent about a month right there in New Orleans. And, but that's it. And I had a great time there. I was partying. I was single. I was, uh, there was, uh, yeah. yeah there was I, I'm here vacation to, and living. Spent a month there one night. <laughs> Ayo. I, well, I'll tell you this. I guy. did a job there. I'm, like, sure you did. I would take Boston, Massachusetts any day. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to give some love. To, I'm trying to change the way I feel about it, but it's, it's the things that I've seen happen, the behavior of people, um, the murder. Behavior of local people? Yeah, I mean, we, we were voted, not voted, actually. I, sh- I keep, always say voted. But there's an, uh, the Wall Street Journal came out with an article, and if you look at murders per capita, we are mm. the murder capital of the United States. Mm. And... I get notifications on my phone. I actually had to turn my notifications off last weekend because I was getting to the point where I was feeling so damn negative. But there was one day where we I had five notifications of murders in one oh, day. Yeah, see, well, see, it's probably been, um, see, William, he's about to be 15 or 13. So it's probably been about 15 years since I've been there. I did. You came I, I used to do- a couple years after <laughs> Katrina? Yeah. I did. I, I I was doing construction work. So you're single. You're here to party. Great place to be. Yeah, yeah right. 100%. And I said doing sure, doing that. that. Frank, but Frank the, too. Frank, being up from I went through Mardi Gras after uh, Katrina, and I went a bunch when I was in college in Mississippi State. Great city. Right, but just people just up the north people are so much more polite too. The whole dunk for you. But it is also. Please thank you, you know, people down here. Uh yeah, kiss my ass, buddy. Ago. Don't get the wave or nothing. Um, <laughs> right. Well, I'm, well I'm, I mean, I mean, like the people that I met, like, you know, we uh, we built a rent-a-center and the guy that managed the rent-a-center invited the whole crew to his house to have like big boil type thing. In the ghetto. You know, we are a bunch of damn white folks from the country and everything else. And it was a black guy just coming over here and, hey, come hang out with us. Come do this. Come do that. And, you know. We had a great time. Like they op- opened their arms up, like we were family, uh, and I had I an amazing. I think time New Orleans there. is more of a visiting city, and not much of a of a living there city. Yeah, I, I've met some very nice people. In fact, I we talked earlier about the lesbian wedding I went to. Um, I met both of them here, and I've become very close with them. I, yeah. you know, I, I mean, yeah. Thanks I've for the here. invite. Well, was it, well, it was a oh, yeah, you know. I feel like I've never converted one before. Oh, Jesus. They're already there, pal. <laughs> They're already there. Wow. All right. Hey, uh, move on. So, uh, hey. <laughs> there we hey, go. Hey, swing it, swing it, you know, <laughs> yeah. bring it around, Frank. Bring it around. It's, uh, it's Frank's demographic, so, you know. Well, I'm done. I'm done. I did my facts. I'm done. Go ahead. I think we got uh, something else next, James. <laughs> well, let me look at the. Uh... I think you know All it. All right. Nice hey, character uh... breakdown. No, no, I mean. What better way to talk about New Orleans than with some food? 
And uh, I hope you don't drive through this segment because uh, it's a. <laughs> I never know where it's going. It's Mike's beef in it. So, Mike. Well, actually, you ain't got to drive through nothing on this one because actually. Finally. All you got to do is go on your phone and there's an app called Uber Eats. All I got to do is get there two pieces is. of bread and mayonnaise and slap ham in the if middle. If you want and boiled it. hamburger patties and gravy, <laughs> you can get them delivered now. You ain't even got to waste time, go. dude. So, actually, here's what I'm gonna tell y'all today. And I did this last night for my dinner. Oh. So, here in Georgia, it's been raining for like three fucking weeks straight. So, I haven't been able to go out there and cook on the grill and everything else like I one two and all that stuff. And I had a couple sets of pork chops sitting there. What I did is I took those things out. And I got a pressure cooker. Well, it's actually an all-in-one. It's a pressure cooker, air fryer, all that other thingy. So I pressure cooked some pork, pork chops. Amazing. And here's what I did. I took the I took the pork chops, seasoned them up with JR seasoning. I took two sticks of butter and put them on the bottom of the pan. And I pressure cooked them. For 20 minutes. Well, I put time on for 20 now, minutes. Now, when you say the bottom of the pan, like underneath it, or? Yeah, well, see, I got a little, I got the the pot, and it comes with a little rack thing. You put your meat on top of it, and you have, so it don't touch nothing on the bottom. So when you do your press cooking, you're supposed to use water, is what you're supposed to use. I use two sticks of butter. And that stuff came out amazing. On the sides, I'm I took confused where some, the butter goes. It goes on the bottom of the pan. Like underneath it? Or? Yeah, uh, un- underneath. Uh, yeah, you put it underneath it. You got a pressure cooker? No. Okay. I, I had a pressure well, cooker. His name was Phil Jackson. Anyway. Yeah, but you put it on the bottom, you know, put two sticks on the bottom, and then I got a little crate thing that goes on top of that. You put your meat and whatever you're going to cook on there. I had a. Never mind. It, it was like a pressure air fryer type deal is how it came out. Amazing. And that took me some green beans and some sliced up potatoes, made me some fried taters and green beans on the side, put a bit of brown rice on the side. Yeah. Came out amazing. Fuck yeah. Came out amazing. Well, she said. That's what she said. So, before James reads it, I guess we got another subject, don't we? I guess so. So, uh, you You know. know, Rivalry? Yup. So, do do I need to read the list off? Yeah, read the list and then tell them what we're doing. Okay. Please. Please. The, we're just reading the, the list that we're covering, though, right? Wait, yeah. Mike from Georgia, can he read? Uh, no, I can't read. Well, just, you know I love you, Mike. I, I'm lingering. I can read if I write it. How about that? <laughs> okay. I'm going to start using that one. That comes from that family lineage. <laughs> yes, the family lineage. Okay, so what we what did we decide to go with? I can read it if I write it. It's yeah, gonna Mike, turn the page. He's lost. 
Oh, you don't know how to say that or spell that, James? Well, I can read it if I write it. You don't yes. remember where it's at? That's right. <clears throat> okay. So we have a whole list of all of our fans. I mean, we got about 150, maybe 200 lists. Thousand. Right <laughs> yeah. So, but um, one of the ones we do is our great friend supporter, Allison. She picked Hogan and Piper. So we're gonna go with Hogan and Piper. I definitely yeah, we're gonna go. Mike only knows, uh, you know, WCW Hogan and Piper, so we're gonna dip back a little old school. Well, for yeah, Allison, I'm go. definitely gonna pipe. Wait, oh, do what? I'm gonna Piper. Piper. Yeah, Hogan and Piper, but we're gonna go back, like back before I, I was born. Goodness. We're gonna go WrestleMania one. It was Hogan and Miss T. Piper and Orndorff. WrestleMania one is the match we're going to cover. Right. Awesome. I like how we're covering that one when Devin ain't here. <laughs> well, he'll be, he'll here. be here. He'll be here next week. <laughs> Assuming. His parents. And then from. But he'll be here. Our, <laughs> I was about yep. next week. My bad. I was not those though. His parents weren't born yet. <laughs> and then from our great friend, and the one we got the rivalry from, RJ. We're going with Undertaker and HBK, Shawn Michaels. But we're going 1998 Royal Rumble. Was that the casket but, match? It sure was. It sure was. <laughs> Shout out to RJ, lifting it up. Him and Brian Hibbler. I'm glad we didn't Shout cover out. any of those Mania matches. I like to go back to that uh, 96, 95, 94. I mean, you know, Shawn Michaels and Taker, Frank knows this. They've had a feud for a long damn time. Not to mention, this is a big change in uh, the world for Shawn Michaels after this match. So very big change. Exactly. So we we probably won't be covering the big main event matches of these rivalries, but we will cover a match from the rivalry that came around to something. WrestleMania one, Royal Rumble ninety eight. I prefer Hogan Popper and WCW when they're like fifty. But you know what's funny about that is that has been covered a lot, Adam. And really what has not been covered is WrestleMania 1. Yeah, I was, I was, I was sarcasm. I don't want to cover that shit. Which is funny that you would yeah. think it would have been. But it has Well, not. I mean, you know, how, how did we get to Age in a Cage? I think Age in a Cage started, you know, well, it started before. Age in a Cage. It put the blueprint. And like, and like mm-hmm. uh, Mike was also saying, everybody wants to cover those um, Hell in the Cells with HBK and Undertaker. I mean, they've been beaten to death, so we're doing something a little different. Yeah. No one ever covers so, Brown. Nobody covers Great right. Balls of Fire. Well, these guys act like nothing exists, uh, you know, post-2006, so uh, I'm glad that we get to dip back in, you know, Frank. I'm glad you mentioned, uh, you know, Ground Zero. Great Balls of Fire, St. Valentine's Day Massacre. That was their first match that ended in a double DQ, and then that's what led to Hell in a Cell in October. And- it's gotta be Cades! Yeah. Well, I think exactly. for sure, so plenty of matches. We, we, we do have a lot of robberies that you guys sent us, and we will do them. But we might not go to that main event that you guys expected. We Correct. might go to a. It if you like you're not. Yeah. So thank you, Allison, and thank you, RJ. You know, we're. You guys are next week. So if you guys have any questions, let us know.
I'm surprised RJ picked something of quality. That's not like him. Hmm. Ain't that the damn truth? Right? <laughs> he knows I love him. Wolfpack yeah. for life. Hey, guess who's here? The bad boys are wrestling. <laughs> That's right. Well, the well, big boys play. Hair, Brad, the Wolfpack is back, causing mass destruction. I, I'm fine. I wasn't. Well, you know. Before. So I just did Mike's Me Minute, the rivalries, and what we're doing next week. Damn. goes to eleven beers in. Seven. <laughs> well, okay. the table seven. It looks like it's about that time, I'm assuming. Hey, I just want to let Brad know. Well, I had nothing. I don't know. I had something to say. Totally blanked my mind. Brad like, still has his glasses. Oh, I, I do want to say one thing. I want to say one thing. If I can. Spoke too soon. Hey, when you listen to this, Devin, fuck you. There it <laughs> Thank is. Thank you. Wow. Well, as they say, Tony. Looks like it's about that time. So uh, the tape hey. machines have rolling in. Are it's about time to for the main. Of- oh, my bad. Yeah. Wrong one. We're running out of film on this one. I just want to say hey. uh, thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Frank, of course. Oh, Hollywood Blonde stuff. Hey, Frank, how can we hit you up? How can everybody hit you and find you? And- there you go. You have my Give number. Try not to hit Frank. He's a nice guy. I don't like people hitting on him. I'm on, uh, guys. I'm on Twitter, Frank Bruno eighty. Um, I don't go to it often anymore. But if you have my number, then you're privileged. By the way, Elkari, I don't know why you were hitting me up on Facebook Messenger because you have my goddamn phone number. I was gonna see here. Say I can't text from a computer, so I could have texted you the ID the and all you, that Frank? stuff. Yeah. <laughs> But I was like, this way I can just send you the link so that way you just hit the link. Because a lot of people that you said, hey, here's a shout out to some of our guests. A lot of times when I send the ID and the password, they just fucking don't get it. They just can't figure it the fuck out. You know, they think it's like its own hyperlink or something. So I actually thought ahead and was like, hey, I'll send the hyperlink. Hashtag shit show. 39 minutes. Yep. All right, I'll stop talking. Oh, no. Frank, I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate it even more. I yeah. just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Frank. Yes. You have a Merry Christmas. Have a good New Year's. Adam, James, Brad, fuck Devin. <laughs> Y'all the same thing. All right, you can't say Merry Christmas to me next week because we'll already be past it. Right? That's true. Oh, yeah. That's right. Happy New Year's next week. Okay. <laughs> I've got some New that, Year's right? dad jokes. That's anyway, true. who's next, James? Oh, Lang Syne. But that's going to be next week. Because, uh, you know, uh, I am James L. Corey. That's at James L. Corey. I'm definitely going to, you know, get this shit over with uh, real, real quick. You can reach us at, at Kickout Crew on Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook, you know, Kickout Crew. Uh, strange, I know. We are also on TikTok. We are uh, on something else. We're on all that shit, man. Kick out crew. You know as hell as your show. You know, that being said, I guess I'm going to go to uh, Brad. You know, so Brad, uh, you know, give everybody your uh, contact info. So a uh, little peek behind the curtain. First off, I am Brad at Yes Man Brad on Twitter. Uh, Tyler oh, is going to be you. getting a little bit of help for the next three weeks. Nice. Uh, believe it or not, my daughter 
Kendall is going to be working behind the scenes with him on some of the TikTok, Instagram, and Snapchat stuff. And hopefully we can get Tyler on the right track. She did a couple videos for us before that we thought were pretty good. Uh, we are. I am showing a little favoritism, but uh, <laughs> yeah, nepotism to... actually. Well, it's easy when <laughs> Tyler's a shit show. Exactly. Oh, uh, I'm kind of like hell wait. yeah. I'm glad Christmas break is here because that way she can you know like Tyler. So Tyler definitely doing. needs the help. So, and, uh, so everybody here. knows she did the beer episode with yeah. Brad. <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah, definitely check that one out because uh, she does do a good job and she wants it on her resume. Believe it or not. So. Nice. What the fuck? We're not paying anybody anyway. Wow. Anybody <laughs> For anyways, real. So we can have as many employees as we want, really. So anyway, that is me, Yes Man Brad on Twitter. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, Brad. Well, uh, I'm glad to hear that, you know, your daughter's going to help Tyler out because my word does he need it. And, uh, you know, uh, how can I transition? Uh, hey, you know, help, whatever. Uh, up next, Adam is on the screen. So, Adam, tell the people how they can reach you and all that stuff. You know, Adam underscore from underscore Bama. Send me all your dad jokes, good ones, bad ones, dirty ones, the ones people ain't supposed to read, but I like reading that stuff anyway. True. Um, thanks, Frank, for joining us, brother. Anytime. Appreciate it. I think when you, I think when you've been on the for the fifth time, I think you get like a like a button or a pin. You get like a button. Do I get a button on a fur coat? Or? That says five times. <laughs> five times. Five times. It's a little button on Booger T. Oh, okay. Suck a duck and quack. Right. Button on a fur coat. Good reference. But yeah, yeah that's a good callback. Look, uh, look for the check in the mail. That's all I gotta say. It'll be it'll be there. <laughs> it'll be there sometime. Check it every another, day. another great show. Merry Christmas, happy new year, happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, and everything else, guys. Oh yeah. Well, thanks, Adam. You know, and uh, I believe Mike already gave his spiel. He uh no, I need to get my stuff out. Oh, well, Mike, how can the people reach you? Well, first of all, I need Adam to just flick his hair back again because the girls are loving that. I, it's been on all over Twitter. True. Adam, flick hair. <laughs> Y'all can reach me at Whitaker1028 on Twitter. Y'all got a recipe? Send it to me. I might please. put it on. Someone please if send me a recipe. Please. Someone, <laughs> if, please. If you send it to me, Brad might send you a T-shirt. What the fuck is this for? <laughs> <laughs> and by T-shirt, he means a plain ass white T-shirt with nothing on it. Yeah, I'll send you one of my yeah, my worn T-shirts. <laughs> oh my god! There you go. That's happening. Hit, hit me up. Let's go. Let's just I'm talk saying, bullshit. That's Let's it. talk messing. Yeah. And, Let's have a good this, time. This one, this one, believe. Right. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Don't wash it. We love you all. Thank you for joining. So, Frank, why don't you ever promote your T-shirt? Uh, there is a T-shirt. I don't know that any of the men out there want to want to wear it. So, I will. I'll wear it in the next show. But I'll get it sent to you. Time. You're gonna wear the shirt of me half naked. No, it's like three quarter naked. Okay, if you send me a shirt, if you send me that shirt, I will wear it on the show. Oh my god, I'm gonna totally. It's do like that. seven eighths naked. It's more than half naked. Well, no, I'm saying. saying the only thing covering my junk is the title belt. Okay, I, I know, I know, I know what you're talking about. You send it to me, I'll wear it on the show. <laughs> Thank god. god it was the big gold belt, or you would have seen his junk. Well, hey, there sounds like some chestnuts are roasting, and uh, you know, <laughs> it sounds like we're all in the holidays. I'm just saying. Hey, you need some exposure. 
Maybe not. No, well, he uh, he exposed. <laughs> he almost had exposure on that uh, This is the thing, you know. Sometimes, like life can get people down during Christmas and during the holidays, and I hope we provided a good laugh and a good escape. Because, uh, like my uh, my man Garth Brooks said, sometimes we have some friends in low places, but we always relate to them, man. You can uh, you can get down with that. Like, and that hell, maybe I'm the friend in the low place. Y'all just make fun of me. I'm cool with that too. But that being said. You know, holiday season is upon us, obviously, and damn near past by the time this airs. But we just hope that nobody took uh, took uh, little things too depressive because, I mean, hey, life's going to get you down. It is what it is. But the thing about life is uh, the, the come up from that. So saying that, when life gets you down, kick out it too. I mean, why not? You have There's so much more to life than to give up on anything. And if Christmas is a tough time for you, hey, what the kickout crew's for i mean it's your show so always remember when life gets you down you have the power to kick out it too because that's what we do that's what you do that's what we all do you know why because we're the kickout crew it's your show i just want to thank everybody uh, for this episode thank you frank for joining us love you brother and uh hope everybody thank had you, a great time and hey everybody out there have a great fucking week Merry Christmas, hey, and, if y'all hey. start sharing this show i'm cutting my hair Merry Christmas. Peace. Peace. Fuck you, Devin.